And we're live here at the station of decapitation without your head. I'm Nasty Neil. This is Annabelle Lecter. And we're joined by returning Jenny Spain. Yeah. Hey. Oh. Very good to have you back. <laughs> it you is too. great to meet you. Great to you. Absolutely. You too. So Dead Girl, which I happen to have up here, is coming oh. out. This is the 15th anniversary special edition. Uh, comes out next week. Freaking insane. Yeah. yeah. Not believe it. 15 years. So what's it like to, to go back and watch a movie again and talk about it again? Oh, man. Well, I'm kind of used to it. Right. So. <laughs> <laughs> it, you know, it becomes a part of your life. Um, but with the 15-year anniversary... Um, because it was years ago. It was, it was so long ago when we did the commentary. So. <laughs> That's what, I listened to the commentary. Is, is the, when is the commentary from? Is it from uh, a f years ago or is it? did you just do it? No, it was from years, years mm -hmm. ago. Oh, yeah. It was, <clears throat> we did it in probably maybe 2009. Oh, okay. 2010. Yeah. I I just rewatched it myself. Um, I remembered being this. To, I thought this was a very powerful movie when I originally saw it back then. And uh, as we were talking about you coming on the show, we were telling the I was telling the audience like this is an amazing movie, it's fantastic, and I revisited it and it is at least as powerful for me today as it was then. It is hard. It's hard to watch. Um, it, yeah, but it is. Yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, um, I I think maybe because with a lot of the stuff that's going on, you know, in this world now, and then you have like the Me Too movement, and you have all of this stuff, you know, that's going on, um, you know, especially, you know, what kids are going through in school and bullying and, and all that, I think it, it really hits hard on, you know, the things that are happening in today's world and society absolutely and it's um i think you make a good point like i'm sure things weren't perfect 15 years ago in the world but it it's been it really has been so many things have happened in that time uh in in america around the world there's just so much intense stuff happening it's just like constantly coming at us from all sides yeah, I think, you know what, I think if we were to have made that film now, yeah, I I don't, <laughs> I don't think it would be where it is now. Yeah. You know, I think there would be a lot of backlash. We would, it was, it was hard enough when we were filming it, you know, then, because we had a lot of people on production who didn't want to be there. Yeah. You know, because of the content of it, they didn't want to see it because it was just so hard to watch. Yeah. Now, um, uh, you talked about the Me Too movement. Um, so this, you make it before before this. Um, uh -huh. what what was the vibe on the set at that time? Was everyone cool, or was there any like anyone kind of creepy on set? Oh man, uh, well yeah, there were some creepers. <laughs> Uh, it was a closed set. Um, I did have some, you know, people on set, you know, because I'm nude. I'm nude through the film. 
Um, I go through uh, various stages of makeup. Um, even though I am covered in makeup and I have, you know, um, prosthetics and all of that stuff on me, um, I'm still exposed. Yeah. And so I would have people just standing there, just staring at me, you know, with their wow. mouths dropped. And it was just, it made things just a little bit more unsettling. So I would, you know, tell the directors like, Hey, you know, I don't appreciate you know, these guys staring at me because it was 99.9% mostly male wow. on set. So it was very challenging. Yeah. Very challenging. So I'm wondering with the, with the Me Too movement, if you did film that today, what do you think would be your experience now? Because there is this, you, you know, movement to be more, protective of women on set like that's at least that's what the is promoted out there right and we hear that that's what's supposed to be happening so if it was now and people were doing that and people were gawking and, and being creepy are there more consequences for that now oh i absolutely i there's no doubt um even though you know women you know still get frowned upon and looked down and, you know, not treated as equally as, you know, men, um, you know, it's, it's really important to have a, a family connection when you are working with people. So everybody is just on the same mindset and, you know, respecting, each other's boundaries and spaces and you know making it as comfortable as possible and you know the directors you know they were trying to make it as as comfortable as possible and i would say you know i don't feel comfortable i do not feel comfortable and they would you know bring them to the side and talk to them now you know obviously you read the the uh the script and you know there's that the graphic movie is a lot of nudity but it, once you're there and you know you're in like a real place and and you're in makeup and you're nude how different was it from what you expected well i had to just mentally kind of put myself in a place where there was trauma mm -hmm. um you know growing up you know i've been through a lot of stuff a lot of stuff so um so i felt exactly where this dead girl was coming from and I had to kind of build, you know, somewhat of an anger towards, you know, men to be able to just kind of get that, you know, that motion and those expressions and, you know, just everything to, I, to be able to produce and give, you know, what, you know, the viewers and everybody is looking for. So I just kind of had to put myself back into a place where I just kind of, I put off to the side and never wanted to go. But, you know, like with the movements, um, you know, I, I think this is a very, very good film um, to, you know, talk about when it comes to people opening and, you know, expressing themselves when it comes to trauma. Yeah. I also think it shows like uh, how the other people, like uh, they will go along with, 
you know, it's not like the, the one character doesn't just go and, and, and do stuff to the dead girl. He gives into the pressure, peer pressure from his buddy. And it kind of shows how that can happen with people who might not do something like that normally. Yeah, it was, um, you know, Noah, he was in a full on the entire time we were filming just full on character. And it was extremely difficult because yeah. I'm sitting here thinking, going like, man, you are a fucking asshole. <laughs> like, please tell me this is your character and this is not you. But that's just the person that I was around the entire time filming. Yeah. And so... <laughs> I'm sitting here thinking like, okay, like I'm going to have to really fucking hate you yeah. in this film. And I'm really like getting there. Yeah. I, did, I did not like him. <laughs> no, it was horrible. It was, and that's part of, for me, that's part of the hard to watch. It's not just, it's just not just a fact and seeing physical actions happening. It's like thinking about that. There are, it, this isn't, yes, it's fiction, but it, it works and it's effective because there are people out there like that. Oh yeah. Oh, absolutely. You know, I, I went through it, you know, I've got friends who've gone through it, you know, and I have kids, I have kids and my kids, you know, deal with stuff and it's, you know, it's harsher with the reality of today. Yeah. And, um, and, you know, like how I said, it's it's so um, important for, you know, people to discuss and talk about. And I, th you know, this this film is a great outlet when it comes to that, because I think what makes people feel so uncomfortable watching it is that it puts them in a place where they don't want to go. And that's just what's horrifying about it. I really appreciate you, um, your honesty sharing that you had mm -hmm. these experiences. I think it's like you mentioned having the conversation because these things happen and it's so hard for people to feel like they can be open about it because there's still this ongoing it's almost like there's a judgment against the people who it happened to um i think that's what people who've been through these things it doesn't feel safe to say things oh absolutely absolutely there's there's going to be judgment anywhere with anything and you know you know you feel weak when you are trying to be open and trying to connect but really mm -hmm. it's it's strength when you're trying to connect to other people um because just sharing those things you know it's it just livens and it helps other people adjust and and deal with, you know, things that they have gone through in their lives. And I try to explain with this movie, I, I try to explain it to a lot of people. I said, I'm going to warn you, this is very difficult. This is very, very difficult. And especially with somebody who has had maybe, you know, somewhat of a background, um, you know, it's, it's just it's the reality it's just the the absolute reality and knowing that this stuff happens for real this is real yeah. life absolutely yes uh, um would you listen to anything or, or do anything to get like in the mindset of, of uh playing the dead girl you know before you would uh before you would film oh yeah um i actually i you know i would 
Well, first of all, because I, I wanted to connect with the people that I worked with. Um, so we developed, you know, a really close friendship. Um, also, too, you know, one of the guys, this is how close we became. This is how close. Um, <laughs> so I started my period. I started my period and the guys were just like, oh, man, you know, you gotta tell us this, you know, because, you know, I'm nude. So I had yeah. one of the guys, one of the guys came with me to go get tampons. Aww. And that was like, that was so sweet. That was so sweet. Yeah. And, you know, I didn't feel so embarrassed because there was yeah. just other people on set that understood. Um, so I tried to just kind of have that balance of disconnect and then you know, um, a family friendship, because once when you actually build that bond, you could be anything that you want to be. You could just let your mind go because you don't have to worry about it. You don't have to worry about anything. No judgment. Everybody's doing their thing. That's beautiful. And I think that's, you know, on the set and in life, it's this idea of if you are around the right people and you feel safe, then you can you can, you can accomplish things. You can feel good. You can feel good about life. Yes. The circumstances are like playing that role itself, just knowing the story, not fun. I'm sure <laughs> like, oh, yeah. it work, right? You're, you are an actor, you're working and making something amazing, but all of that subject matter could be dealt with because you had that space. Yeah. Everybody, you know, does their own thing because everybody has different characters, different roles. And sometimes it's just, it's kind of hard to like kind of understand. Like, you know, I was talking about Noah. I'm like, ah, yeah. you know, like, why do you got to be such a duh? <laughs> I got to keep telling myself, I'm like, okay, you know, this is, this is just the role. This is him. He's not really an a hole, but maybe he is. <laughs> you know, yeah. I mean, maybe just. <laughs> that was just so easy and flowing when somebody could, you know, just just know that part so well. <laughs> you definitely were so ferocious and amazing when you talk about this anger and hatred. And it is so, even when you're just laying there, not doing anything, it's just, and not even moving, it's just this this look. It's like, oh my God, it's just so scary. It's amazing. Well, I, I, was, I was looking, I went going through all that. I'm sitting here and I'm looking at, you know, Shiloh and Noah, and I'm looking at them as people who actually want to hurt me. Yeah. You know, so you've got to put that fear. You have to really feel that fear and put your, your mental space and everything back into that position and that is a hard place to be in yeah. and then come back out of it yeah you know without really hating them yeah what kind of direction were you given you know acting as the dead girl because you know parts of the time you're almost you know life well you're lifeless but you're but you're still showing a lot of emotion and other times you're very ferocious and showing a lot of emotion so that's uh, a honestly it's a great performance not just you hear it really is a great performance so what kind of direction are you given how to play uh, the character um well you know what? a lot of the stuff i did i did a lot of my own stunts mm. um you know even though i had um a stunt woman that was on there and i told her you know i said you know i really want to feel this i really really want to feel this 
And so just let me do this. And, you know, the, the directors, everybody understood. And um, I felt just doing my own was the way of the dead girl, you know, without somebody actually going and, you know, taking my place. Cause that just, that's not who she is. You know, like you have to really feel it and be it. So with the chain around the neck, you know, I did, I have, I had bruises around my collarbone and Noah was really tugging. You know, I, I was slashing my body around. Um, yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. You know, it's, that's the, the direction was just being in the moment, being there, doing it all without having somebody else do it for you. Well, on, like, um, on, oh, go on. I just want to say real quick though, on the, uh, on the special edition, they have your original uh, audition and uh, you know, this is before you meet anybody and you, you are playing the character right away. Like just in your audition, it was really, and also I like uh, your cat just comes into while you're filming your audition and you, you actually use that. Like, I don't know if that was planned that if your cat came in or you were just in character and you just happened to react <laughs> to the cat. Oh no, the cat just came in. Yeah. <laughs> I need to see this. This is it's, it's yeah, it's it's very cool. I, I I'm trying to remember it, but I think I picked the cat in and Yeah. The yeah, the cat's it. walking by and you pick it up and kinda of growl and yeah. <laughs> so I had to get into it. Yeah, um with um with the audition, I had nobody really directing me. Mm-hmm. You know, so the directors just, you know, messaged me saying, Hey, can you just do this? And so I just I did many different ways of doing it, you know, and then also too, a glass of wine kind of relaxed me. <laughs> <laughs> like I can do this. Yeah. And you're, you're smiling nice. And then bam, you go into the character. Then you said, Oh, and I'm Jenny. And you went right back into, uh, <laughs> yeah. yep. I, I was going to say, it sounds like the experience was, um, cathartic, you know, Um, most people who've been in uh, situations of abuse a a lot of the times have no opportunity to really uh, do much about it, right? Like there's, and it, this, I mean, it's root for the dead girl on, in my opinion, like go tear people (laughs) up, like get them. So do you know if there, there was that cathartic experience to this role? Yeah, I mean, when you think about it, that's just kind of how, you know, a victim reacts. That is, that's the exact way somebody reacts after being abused for so long. Yeah. And, you know, I was, I was surprised that a lot of people, you know, weren't talking about it um, before. I mean, we had the feminists that would jump in and, you know, talking about the guys and this and that you know and i'm sitting here going okay you realize this, this is a movie this is a movie. okay <laughs> there's no judgment on these men because they are not really doing anything but yeah. you know when somebody has something to say you know actually you know speak about an actual um situation um but you know i you know with some people they have a a hard time disconnecting themselves um, from what's real and what's fantasy. Um, 
you know, especially when, you know, like I said, with people with trauma. Um, yeah. yeah, definitely. Um, how, how long for some scenes when you're, you know, you're tied to the, to the bed with your arms out and ropes or oh like, God. how long are you doing? Cause I've been on some uh, films, very few, but you know, sometimes a lot of uh, wasted time in between, uh, you know. Oh takes. my gosh. Just hours all day. I've had bruises and marks that were around my wrists, my ankles, um, there were times, you know, when the rope would get like a little bit loose and I would tell them and they would pull it as tight as they possibly could. So mm -hmm. I was bound to this bed, you know, just completely exposed. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> but yeah, no, I put my body, I put everything of all the energy, mental, physical everything into this character and it wasn't a set it was an actual like a uh, place they found right yeah we uh we filmed over at um it was in boyle heights over at the uh linda vista hospital which is now um uh senior living but oh, this wow. is the actual it was nightmare in elm street was filmed there pearl harbor oh. a bunch of snoop dogg music videos um and so the boiler room was actually the same boiler room as nightmare on elm street oh that's wow. and there was a real place where they cremated people that i was right next to you like do wow. it i mean talk about like really setting the mood and being eerie, you know like like do we really have to go this far <laughs> like literally right next to dead people well, <laughs> as you were filming at any time did you think what am i doing why why am i doing this um you know what i don't think it actually really crossed my mind because i i knew that i was making a statement in a way yeah you know because that's that was my goal is to you know make a statement and you know have everybody feel this character and feel bad for this character and you know connect and relate and i kind of wanted to you know express a lot of maybe that some of the things that i was holding on to and getting out you know into the open so i felt it was just you know a quite healing in a sense to be able to just kind of unleash all of that on my poor actor fellows, you know? <laughs> you <work> so well. <laughs> hey. <laughs> I, I heard you say before that you thought the play, uh, you didn't think you, you just outright say that it was haunted. Uh, like, so what were some of the experiences? Oh my gosh. Okay. So, um, we were in makeup and so these doors are really thick and heavy and they're metal. Oh. And so there is no breeze, no wind, you know, nothing that's coming through this place because it's just so still, this place is just so old. Well, we're, while we're doing makeup, you know, the door kind of like it was open and then it started creaking like, like it was starting to close. And I was just joking around. I was joking around with Jim and I said, 
um, hey, Jim, let's see if there's an actual ghost that's here. You know, and so I said, hey, if there's somebody actually here, can you please close the door? And the door literally closed. Wow. And I said, oh, shit, Jim. <laughs> he goes, man, we, we've got to explore this place. As soon as we're done, wow. we've got to see what our call times are. And we, we've got to check this place out. And I said it again. I said, okay, well, let's try this again. Let's see if the door opens. And it did. It creaked open. There's somebody here. Can you please open the door? And I said, I don't like the door closed. <laughs> <laughs> and it went, wow. All the way. It went like partially. And so, but yeah, you know, Jim and I, we, you know, on our time in between sets and everything, we would go and explore the place. And we got some crazy footage. We got one with a, um, at the very end of a hallway of an actual like like a man it looked like a tall man it was just oh. yeah really? the very end and it was just this figure this is the shadow figure and there's oh. nobody there that nobody really wow yeah you, after um, so that experience sounds uh just just amazing did you believe in ghosts or spirits or anything like that prior to oh yeah this? yeah absolutely um ever since i've i've been a kid um you know i i okay so i had um a great aunt and she was an actual nun and um she was banned because she was a psychic wow they thought that that was the, the devil's work. And so she was a very sensitive, very connected, you know, to her surroundings and, you know, energies, elements and spirits and all of that. And so growing up, I've always been so sensitive to where I could just kind of sense and feel my surroundings. And I know when like the energy shifts, the air changes. Um, but yeah, I have had some crazy experiences. I, I did a thing with um, ghost hunters. I, I did oh, cool. ghost hunters, and we were actually at the Queen Mary, and I had a Barbie doll that actually like twisted. Wow! A little girl, a little ghost girl, went and like took this Barbie doll. And was like, <laughs> wow! Oh yeah, that was. <laughs> <laughs> so that's something people could people find this episode. I'm assuming. Um, it was uploaded on YouTube. Mm -hmm. I have been trying to find it. It was there and I don't know what happened to it. Oh. But um, Chris Fleming, who um, is a psychic medium who was in Ghost Adventures, Ghost Hunters and all that. He's actually going to be in my new film that I'm working on. Really? No kidding. Yes. All right. Yes. Share more. Yeah. Good segue. <laughs> I believe uh, Project Reject here was uh, asking uh, about that. Talk about the film you're directing. Yes, yes. I'm actually making my debut. Um, oh, sweet. This weekend, I actually start filming a few things. Um, so the film, it's, it's based around my best friend's death. Oh, and it is a crazy story um, with, you know, just greed, 
lies. I mean, everything. It's, it's one of those things that you watch on um, Discovery ID. It's like one of those really, wow. really crazy stories. And so we're doing kind of a mix of with her and then doing a little bit of a paranormal um, witness type within, you know. Wow. But well, it sounds like a, wow, just a little that you've said. I'm so, this sounds like this experience was very bad. Yes, yes. I actually, this weekend, um, I meet up with her mom. Um, so we're going to be going over tons of things. And I got the medical examiner's report last night. And so I've been going through that. Um there's a, a lot, a lot of detail that's going into this. And I have a degree. I have a degree in um, criminal law and forensics. Wow. So her time of death is not right because she had already passed hours before. So in the film, I'm actually going to be calling her time of death as well. So there's going to be a lot of stuff coming out in servicing. There's going to be a lot of undercover work. Um so there's going to be like the jump scares. There's going to be a, a lot of stuff going on. And I actually had um, a couple of the cast members from um, Sound of Freedom reach out to me, which is pretty cool. Yeah. You know? Is this something you've always wanted to do, uh, direct? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I have. I've been in this industry for so long so long um you know ever since i was a kid you know when i my start in mtv I've, I've always been behind the camera and i've always made stuff as well and so i have been just kind of piecing together so many things with everything that i've learned throughout the years and wanting to just kind of put my magic because i'm a i'm a method actor i'm a method actor so i will put myself in places and positions to where i'm actually experiencing it and feeling it to where i could put that out to the viewers are you going to be in your movie too or um i am um i'm going to be having because you're going to see me having to do the interviews um i'm going to be you're going to see a whole bunch of crazy chaos and breakdowns and <laughs> wow well, that's very exciting that what you're, kind you're of making films a movie did your friend enjoy huh what kind of films did your friend enjoy oh she was she was major into horror yeah so she would be all about this oh yeah absolutely yeah. you know her spirit has just always been carrying through with me and you know, before she passed, we were actually talking about doing stuff together. Oh, wow. Um, we were supposed to, like, get a place together. We had, you know, all these plans. And I know, I know that she would just be so proud. Like, she's actually making me, you yeah. know, do this, you know. It's just, it's overwhelming, but it's just so beautiful at the same time. Yeah. Um, is it, do you have a website or a social media page for it yet? Or is it not that far along yet? Um, I'm actually in the midst of creating everything for it. Um, I had a Kickstarter. Um, our, our goal was 38,000. 
um, with the budget breakdown. Uh, we are just a little bit over 10,000. Um, the goal ended on October 8th, which was her anniversary. Mm. So I'm going to start pushing that again. Um, but a lot of this stuff is just out of pocket. It is out of pocket. I'm not waiting. We're, you know, just going head on and doing it. You know, whether it's piece by piece. Um, I have some amazing speakers, too, as well in this film. I got Brandon Novak from Jackass. Uh, I have Wes Gear, who's the guitarist of Korn. Um, Olduz Wallace, who is an award-winning director and actress. And she's also an activist as well um, for, you know, human trafficking, women and children, Um Let's see here. I got Chris Fleming. And then um, I have the director of Ghoulies, Swamp um, oh. Thing. And Jim is, you know. Jim he, Wynorski? Yep. I'm, yeah. a, I'm a big fan of Jim Wynorski. Okay. Yeah, yeah. He is jumping Former on Former guest board. here, yeah. 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 And so, yeah, it's it's happening. And uh, when you have the, you know, the pages up, uh, let us know and we'll, we'll put them up on the website. Awesome. I would really appreciate that. Of course. Uh, let's see. A lot of people happy to see you here. Uh, hi, all. Happy to see you. Uh, Jenny here. Fantastic actress. Hi, guys. Uh, Project wants to know, do you still do tarot readings? I didn't know I do tarot readings. <laughs> well, you're learning about yourself here on the show. I, or maybe this is this is the sign to start. <laughs> is it like another part of me that I don't know? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know tarot that that stuff. I mean, I don't know. You could. There's some evil that can kind of just come out of that stuff. I have these angel cards. These. Oh, but they're just spiritual with your speaking with the, your angels and guidance. Interesting. So how does that, uh, we were talking, I don't remember when we were talking about tarot cards on the show recently. Maybe uh, yeah, because, uh, yeah, someone sent us some to show on the show. But I don't know about angel cards, really. So I'm really curious about what that is. Yeah, they're just, you know, it's the same as tarot. Um, you know, you you click the stack and you know you shuffle, um, but you also you you place it on your heart. Mm -hmm. Have a little saying, and so you could you know clear the energy that was in the cards prior, and then you know you you lay at the card and it's just like that and just gives you a reading, but mm -hmm. it's from the angels, mm -hmm. um, and it's pretty accurate. It can be quite scary sometimes. Mm -hmm. I'm just like really <laughs> <laughs> uh do you ever use ouija board or anything like that oh yeah i have Ooh, <laughs> mm -hmm. we actually had a ouija board that was it was the original ouija board from the 70s and so there was a lot of history a lot of history to this board so you're thinking about how many people and have used it or how many spirits and how much energy is like attached to this Ouija board. Yeah. Um, my daughter, she had gotten into it and she decided to do it on her own at night. Ooh, no. Oh, you're yeah. not supposed to do that. Has she not learned <laughs> yeah. from the Exorcist and all other horror movies with Ouija boards? 
it's like really come on but just have to go how did that go did that did that last i was actually it's funny you mentioned that a long time ago neil and i were using a ouija board and i wouldn't let him take it home because i was afraid he was going to use it by himself (laughs) (laughs) it was yeah, I, I don't you? necessarily believe. Yeah, I necessarily don't believe these things, but we used it in a cemetery near me that's known to be haunted, and we got a lot of. Uh, it was very strange to me because we got a lot of uh, answers, and they were like mundane things. So to me, like if you were gonna even unintentionally make something up, you'd make up something you know uh, crazy. Yeah. And the one thing at the end, we were at because we were like over a. Uh, we asked him like if they were where we were. And it just kind of hovered over the board, which was kind of strange. And so I looked more into that cemetery, why it's considered haunted. And when they built the Cape Cod Canal here, it flooded. And so uh, some of the tombstones aren't over the right uh, bodies. And so then I, oh, so wow. then the idea that kind of almost like didn't know when I, we were asking like if they were here and it just kind of floated around the thing, I started to think, well, maybe that's why because they're not, not like sure where they're supposed to be rose off the board though like just went no this, no but it, it didn't land part. or anything it just kind of i actually have the uh i have <laughs> i was playing with oh, it for some reason but going a little uh, bit, i know we're going a little bit off the rails but yeah, I do yeah, yeah. this is really sad that it was a doctor an old man who had a lovely life with his wife and we were asking if his wife was with him and he was hovering and then found out that graves had been moved so in our our theory was that they weren't together because their graves were displaced which would be really i don't know if any of that would be true or the theories about demons are coming through boards and all this stuff but whatever it was it was a very interesting and sad story oh man yeah we had um an actual demon that came through when my daughter did it Mm -hmm. and i had to have a demonologist come through and i had to do the salt around the windows around the doors just last for months and months and this demon actually got um would mess with my uh, my home security cameras oh wow but whenever i was on a call with the demonologist and i was trying to get because i had access to my phone and i was trying to send him pictures of you know trying to you know capture this this demon it would freeze every single time it would freeze and they would come back on after I would get off the phone. Wow. So it was, it was trying to make it really, really hard for me to connect and um, share any information with this demonologist. So we ended up moving. Oh, wow. 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 Did, did you get rid of the board or? Oh yeah. 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 I give it back yeah. and say, take this, you know, this does, I don't want this. Yeah. <laughs> but when you're talking about how you, um, because I know in New Orleans and stuff, there's a lot of, you know, um, you know, displaced bodies, you know, from Katrina. Yeah. yeah. Um, when I used to live in Michigan and I did a lot of stuff um, with ghost adventures, um, mm-hmm. I would actually go and do investigations on my own. And so I was trying to do this, um, debunk this myth called the, um, the shoe tree. Hmm. And the shoe tree was about um, some guy who would go and murder children and then throw their shoes up over the tree. Oh, wow. Oh, so and try to debunk, you know, this, this whole area in the site. 
So it was probably around 1230 in the morning and I'm in Michigan and it's about 25 degrees outside. I'm right next to a lake. There's nothing else around me. Absolutely nothing. Um, and when I was done and I went back and I looked the video, I got a demon's face. I got a demon's face in the video. There was, it sounded like war drums. There was a school bell and it sounded like a train. Wow. That was coming through. And that was the last time I, <laughs> I tried to look for anything. Yeah. It was a demon. It was, I'll, I'll post it. I'll post it. it yeah. Was, yeah, please do. That's wild. And I found out it was an Indian burial ground. Mm. Wow. Wow. When we did a walking tour of Salem a few years ago, um, it was really weird because I noticed all these um, tombstones were all just like lined up like dominoes. And then they told us that the parking lot we were on is the actual burial ground. And then they just moved all the tombstones and stuck them together. And I was like, it doesn't seem right to be, for one thing, but it also seems weird that everyone's just parked over all the, the bodies. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I felt horrible when I was because um, I, I did a shoot out there and um, the guy that I was doing a shoot with, he was he's a paramedic. And so they actually had to go through and, you know, label the houses when Katrina came through of who was alive, who was dead. And he said that there's literally bodies that were just coming up out of the ground and just wow. going through neighborhoods. And so they had to go and stack. There's an actual um, place to where it's just a list of unknown people. And it tells you how oh. many. And they're all just kind of piled on top of each other. That's so sad. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it was just, it was, it was just, oh, man, that place mm. is just crazy it's wild it's beautiful it's absolutely beautiful i mean the history of it is just makes you want to learn so much more and get into it become a witch <laughs> <laughs> um we mentioned jim earlier he actually uh sent me a couple things he, he wanted me to ask you um oh. uh do you remember <laughs> i'm sure you remember this jim ojala did this the effects um trying to bite Trying to bite the jocks dude's uh, <laughs> penis, but the gelatin was so tough that you couldn't bite through it. Okay, guys. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. You know exactly That's what he's talking about. Tough one. Nobody, nobody <laughs> sat through and watched this one. Everybody's faces were like, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because the director said, hey, you know, Jen, you've got one try this you've got one try and it was an actual molding of one of the art yeah ding dongs you know <laughs> and so <laughs> and so i had to dig my teeth in there and i had to like pull and just like kind of <laughs> harder harder tugging on harder i'm like oh my god this is so awful man you know, and uh, yeah, Jim, why did you have to ask that? One? <laughs> it's now. I don't know how it was at the time. Oh my gosh, that was just, I had to rip it. <laughs> 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 it was stuck in my teeth. 
great segue from the, from the <laughs> yeah. Of course he would. Of course he would ask that. Thank you, Jim. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I think that was like one of the most traumatizing things <laughs> to film on set, considering, like I said, it was mm-hmm. almost it was ninety nine point nine percent male on set. Yeah. So. <laughs> What did you think of the movie? Uh, the did you see it with an audience uh, the first time you saw it? Did you see it in the theater with people or? Um, I did it, you know, during our premieres. Um, I did. Uh, we had our, you know, LA. We we traveled the entire world with it, and we had our world premiere in Toronto. Um, sold out at every single show. Mm-hmm. Um, it was it was quite interesting because I had. I had my dad and my brother at one of the um, <laughs> premieres in LA and I warned them. I said, Hey, you know, like be prepared, be prepared. And mm-hmm. so I was hoping that they would kind of sit us all in different places to where I wasn't sitting next to them and, yeah. you know, people feeling that uncomfortable, you know, it's just kind mm-hmm. of like, don't place us all in the same. Well, they ended up placing us in the same my dad and my brother on each side, both eating popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> it was like the tough scenes. I hear my dad like grunt. He's like, <clears throat> <laughs> <clears throat> you know, I'm sitting here like, okay, okay. Just trying to like, <laughs> face just turning absolutely red. Like, what did I, why? Why? <laughs> my brother was like, that was good, Jen. Yeah. <laughs> good job. Oh. Thanks, bro. Thanks. I'm fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, they also are interesting on the special edition from Unearth Films, I should mention. They have the original 2010 script of the of the proposed sequel. Um, oh. which I didn't have a chance to, to actually read, but they had a little script on there, which is pretty cool. Um, has there been like an updated script since then? No, there was, um, you know, there was just a lot of stuff that was going in between, uh, cause you had Trent and the directors, there's rights and they wanted it written a certain way. Um, even though when we were filming, there was quite a few changes that was going on. So nothing was actually always you know going by the script because uh-huh. they're throwing in so many different things um to see what would work but you know it's it was just all the rights and how they wanted it to be and written so it just kind of now it's just sitting there yeah has there ever has has there been talks of doing it in recent years yeah yeah um they wanted me to go back and um, redo the dead girl, you know, where she actually came from in the beginning. Oh, um, like a prequel? Yeah, yeah. So when we were filming, um, because, you know, at the very end, we're asked, you know, a lot of questions and stuff of where this girl came from. Um, so we didn't want to give it away, but they wanted to do maybe like a, like a stamp or a writing, you know, that maybe she was, you know, some kind of medical experiment. Yeah. Maybe this or that but we just ended up just going with okay let's just leave it yeah and let's just see where it goes yeah i i like that about the movie uh 
you know, wondering, you know, why she's there, you know, where she come, yeah. where she came from, and yeah, it just it opens up so it, it's it's like a whole new world of you know possibilities, and you know, and you could, you know, make a dead girl too, and you can make it however you want to, you know, it's just, you know, she's normal like this, you know, coming in and things, you know, happening to her, or maybe, you know, there's other things that are going on. But, you know, I like the fact of, you know, having it open like that. I think oh, yeah. it's. Yeah. Did, did you yourself come up with your own backstory, like uh, when you're making the movie? You know, I, I threw out some stuff. And um, when we were talking about with, you know, the stamp and making this, um, you know, they, they're like, OK, yeah, maybe we can go with that. Maybe we can do this. But we just ended up just leaving it the way it was but everybody was just kind of sharing um their own ideas mm. of how they kind of wanted the story to go um because it was just you know just going with the flow of the script but so it's it's so different when you have it visually going on mm-hmm. where you could actually see it and then you start coming up with, with all these things like oh wait 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 hold on let's try this let's yeah. do this and as much as it drove everybody crazy, <laughs> everybody crazy, you know, on set, like, okay, we have a script, we're supposed to be doing this, and now you want to make changes. So, yeah. Now my question is, how much more did those changes affect you than the other people on set? Um, it's the only change that affected me was the dog scene jumping on me. Oh, that, by the way, Jim also sent this in scary Mexican hairless dog. That you, uh, scary. I, you know what? He didn't even have to say that. Cause I was, already <laughs> you're right, you're right. I was already going to talk about it. <laughs> and I just, I know this, that I'm never going to work with animals again. Absolutely. Um, but, they wanted this dog, you know, and I'm sitting there and I'm laying naked on this gurney and my legs are, Whoa. yeah, yeah, you know, and, um, Ooh. I've got the Wrangler that's right next to me and he's, you know, telling this dog to jump on me. This dog's got to look, you know, certain ways towards the camera. It's got to growl. Everything is just, you know, got to be perfect. Well, this dog's nails were like, Oh. 10 inches long with oh, super freaking sharp and he jumped on me and got <gasps> right in between <gasps> and, between. It. and this is where I said okay we got it we fucking got it you know like no more yeah. dog no more dog you guys got this and that's when the guys were like yeah we got this wow oh and that's horrible that was it you know that was just like my my turning point of like okay yeah you know i could go through being brutally you know abused but i will not go through being brutally abused yeah (laughs) and so i had to have like a little pit down there um to heal it wow (laughs) wow oh that's terrible (gasps) yeah yeah it was pretty uh, I just, just imagine everybody's faces, you know, the same with like the penis. 
It was just <laughs> there's so much going on set that just made everybody just kind of cringe. Mm. Did well, anything I, happen to the, to the other people? Did did anyone else have to go through anything like this? Who else? No, <laughs> no only I did. Oh. No, I had to go through all the brutality of it. Um, you know, just the the other guys, all they, you know, just the the special effects with maybe like some blood and maybe the the yeah. mouth and you know just. Oh. No, I had to physically, physically go through it. Uh, Jim does say that you had a, uh, both, uh, you guys have a similar sense of humor, which helped uh, make things not so awkward when he had to put different makeup on you. And stuff. So there was, okay. Um, <laughs> this is funny. This is really funny. Um, so there is a part where, um, you know, the directors were like, uh, Jim, come here, come here. Um, I need for you to look at something. And so the directors were like, Jim, can you bend over? So I bent over and they asked Jim, I said, hey, her her butt crack is too white. <laughs> <laughs> can we darken it up a little bit? <laughs> and, and Jim was just all like... All right, all right. I guess we're doing this. And I'm like, all right. Do Do you need for me to like grab my ankles? Like, do I need to touch the ground? How far do I need to spread it? You know, just tell me. Just tell me how we, how to do it. You know, so we could just powder it up. Um, <laughs> and then also too with the merkin, the uh, oh yeah, the yeah. merkin. Oh, did Jim ask about that one? Uh, he did actually. <laughs> yeah. But, yes, he did. <laughs> oh my gosh! So you know the directors would say, um, "We need more hair on the Merkin because mm -hmm. this look like she's been there and the hair is just growing and growing." Mm -hmm. So Jim would literally like cutting little pieces, and I'm like laying there, and he's like gluing little pieces of hair <laughs> to me, and. Um, so this merkin had to actually be glued. Oh, to, mm. <laughs> onto me. There's like a little piece that was going up my butt crack. Oh, and uh, so every single time I had to go to the bathroom, I had to tear this thing off, and then it had to be reclaimed. <gasps> and then ah. more hair had to be put on. And then oh. uh, the um, you know, like the like the rape scenes and everything, the sex scenes. Mm -hmm a lot of the hair was starting to rub off onto the guys. Oh, wow. And so they would be like, okay, okay, stop, stop, stop. We're missing some hair. Jim, 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 come over here. We, we need to add more hair. <laughs> more hair, more hair, more hair. <laughs> and I'm, I'm asking Jim, where the hell are you getting all this hair? <laughs> Maybe I don't want to know. But yeah, yeah. No, I don't want to know. <laughs> Back start is I'm That's why the dog was hairless. But yeah. It was like, trim, trim, trim. <laughs> no, no, you're, we got you covered. <laughs> uh, did you get to keep the Merkin? I was just wondering if you know, <laughs> could auction it off sometime or, or photo ops at a convention. I don't know. Okay. 
So when we wrapped, when we wrapped, I left a nice little gift in the hospital. So on the, well, actually, it was on the hospital wall. Okay. <laughs> so we had the penis that I bit into with the blood working <laughs> that I just like, like packed it up onto the wall. And I had a little tiny bottle of tequila that was sitting right next to it. <laughs> sweater. And I put dead girl was here. Nice. So. Love it. Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. We had, um, which is quite interesting because um, this place is only open for production. So, um, and there's four levels. Mm. And we actually, because when Jim and I, we kind of, you know, stepped away from set uh, when we had like a little bit of time, that time where I told you that we were going to be exploring. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So we went up, you know, a couple flights and opened up this door and there was a soft porn that was <laughs> filming and get this get this so there was a mattress that was outside um by the dumpsters that they literally pulled from the dumpster <gasps> and they used it in this soft core porn that they were doing on this nasty ground <laughs> yep Yep. And so Jim, we like open up the door. We're like, oh shit. <laughs> you know, this guy standing right there, security, they immediately closes it. Hey, you can't be here. You know, this is a closed set. We're just like, what? We but out. thank you. Like, wait, nothing matches. I just saw. Like, is that really happening? They only put it outside to air it out, and people just continually revolve through using it. Oh, God. It was just, it was. <laughs> This permanent fixture for their horns. Now we have to track Great down that pop, movie. Man. Pop, you know, down at the dumpster. You know, <laughs> you never know what you'll find. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that was pretty. That was that was pretty. <laughs> I wonder what they would have thought if they came down and saw what was going on with you guys. We did. We actually had some people that came down. Really? One going on and we said you know this is a closed set you can't come in here but we had some people who just kind of you know stood off to the side and tried to see what was going on mm -hmm. and i would say you know to the guys like hey you know i don't feel comfortable you know and i especially oh. not feel comfortable with a lot of the guys just standing around watching me you know yeah yeah um <clears throat> the gun wrangler that was in there mm -hmm. and I had a huge issue with him, oh. a huge, huge issue. And um, I made sure that he was not going to be there, you know, when I was filming, that he was not going to be next to me um, because there were times where he would just stand there and just stare at me. Oh. And he would, there was a time where I was um, uh, tied up and he would like rub my arm and say, how oh. are you doing okay? You know, and just, just, bleh. that's cool. Like, gross, dude. Like, yeah. do you really want me to fucking, like, go at you? Like, you don't, don't fuck with the dead girl, man. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> seems like there'd be a lot of, uh, obviously, you're really proud of the movie. It's a great movie, but seems like there'd be a lot of, 
mixed feelings right after you make it because there's like some great fun experiences with Jim, walk around looking for ghosts, and then, you know, some not so great experiences. Well, I mean, that's going to be anywhere. That's going to be with any production. There's always going to have those ups and downs. You're going to have those people. You're not going to have those people. But it's it's really, you know, um, I want to say like more of the, the outsiders, you know, the ones yeah, yeah. that are right. not the Right. Not not the core group of people actually making the movie. Exactly. Exactly. And, you know, that don't know what's going on. Yeah. I haven't seen the script or even know what the movie is about. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, when it, when it comes to that, it just there there are boundaries, there are limits. Yeah. Um, and they're only supposed to be on set for a certain amount of time. And then that's it. They, mm-hmm. they need to leave. Um, how are you doing uh, physically? Oh, I know you know health wise. You had a lot of issues a few years ago. Yeah, uh, cancer. Um, I'm doing all right. I I'm still dealing with it. Still going through it. Um, <clears throat> I don't talk about it much. Um, I'm sorry to bring it up if you don't want to talk. No, no, no. It's it's okay. It's it's, it's absolutely it's it's okay. Um, you know, it's it's one of those things to where if you think about it so much it'll drag you down put you in a depression and that's exactly where i was going with it because i was in a constant amount of pain that i just could not escape and was just bringing everything around me just down physically everything um you know after my my last surgery um a lot of the pain relief kind of you know, left. I still have issues. My body, you know, um, certain things want to work, certain things don't want to work. But you know what? That happens when we get older, though, too. So it just hit me. (laughs) I'm going through it before you guys go through it. Um, But, you know, with with all of the stuff that we go through, um, all of these challenges, you know, it's we got to be grateful for it. You know, we, we got to be grateful for any challenge, hard time, um, because it humbles us. It humbles us and it makes us more compassionate towards other people and how we react to other people and how we, we respond. Um, because we don't want other people to feel the way that you know, how you feel, how I feel, you know, it's just, you know, it's just being so good to other people. Um, so when you, when you experience how you go through it, um, it changes you. I'm yeah. going to say better. Absolutely. 100%. Well, you have a great attitude and you look very healthy. Thank you. So the fifteenth, I think it comes out the twenty fourth, the fifteenth anniversary of a dead girl, which I'll bring down here. So it's got the cool uh, slip cover, and then uh, yeah, I kind of like I kind of like this. Oh my gosh, I don't. You know, you guys, why is it everybody else? I got my dog. Right here. <laughs> this is Minnie. This is Minnie. She's a, a little Minnie rescue. <laughs> Um, everybody else like hears about all of this stuff, but us. 
<laughs> actually, I, I, well, I, when I asked Jen, when I asked you to come on the show, you're like, oh, when is that actually coming out? Which I thought was kind of funny. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, I just got an email about it right now. But yeah. Yeah, no, everybody, everybody always gets the news, but us, we're always allowed to know. <laughs> you know, it's like, come on, guys, you know, like, I, there's people who want um, the signed anniversary DVDs. Right, so, right. Yeah. Watching. Send me those DVDs to sign. So <laughs> I think yeah. you hear me. Exactly. Do you do um? Do you do conventions at all? Do I? I'm sorry. What was that? You do like conventions? Do you go to do like autograph conventions? Um, I conventions? did. I did, and then. Oh! Oh no! Wait. Oh, there you are. I think she's back. Yeah. No. Okay. <laughs> oh, yes. We're doing that. <laughs> I don't know what happened. But here we are. <laughs> <Big boo>. um, <laughs> um, I had to stop because of my health. Oh. That's when everything was starting to happen. Yeah. Um, so, because I, I went through it since, you know, I was diagnosed in 2014. Yeah. And then, you know, still dealing with some stuff now. But no, I'm, I'm feeling great. And, you know, I've, reaching out um to quite a few people mm-hmm. i'm gonna start doing conventions again so yeah i know I'm, I'm gonna start doing it and until such a time that you do conventions how do people get if you want to do sign dvds and things like that how is that going to get facilitated because i'm sure there are people out there that would be thrilled to have an autographed copy of dead girl um well usually you know, um, the merch will get sent to me and I'll sign it. And then I'll so how would they contact you through uh, like social media? Where, where would be the best way to contact you? Yeah, contact me through DM me through social. I'll respond. Um, I, I respond more on IG than uh, Facebook. Just so you guys know. Yeah. Um, I get my I'm so overwhelmed on there. And just it's, it's, it's like a constant game of playing catch up. Uh, but yeah, I usually, you know, have, have them send the stuff to me. I'll sign it, send it out. Um, I'm actually putting together a package cause I have teamed up with Barry the clay guy. Oh, and- yeah, I love that guy. Oh, yeah. Annabelle and I are, are big fans of clay guy. Yeah. And I remember actually now you mentioned, it, I remember seeing your, uh, your clay figure. Yes. Yes. So what I want to do is cause I'm signing a bunch of them. I'm going to be doing the, you know, the little figurines, the poster, the DVD, um, and then doing like a little bit of a raffle for anybody who contributes to my my film, my new film, um, you know, to win a package. But yeah, I'm going to actually want to get off with you guys. I'm going to announce it. Oh, awesome. So so that you... all right. So I'm hearing about you. You were raising money for the movie. You're ready to just go forward no matter what. Oh yeah, absolutely. And if people are going to contribute to this, where are they going to to do that? Where do people go? Well, I just I set up a um, a movie Venmo. Yes. Fund my uh, fund my movie, so it goes just straight directly towards it. Great. With that- having to go through uh, crowdfunding to where you have to wait. They take fees out. 
Mm-hmm. And, and they will only distribute little bits and pieces at a time. When you have a deadline, you 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 can't wait on that. Yeah. You cannot wait on that. That's a really um, clever thought. Yeah. Um, yeah. And there's there's other things that I put out there for the the gents, the gentlemen. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, there's there's I'll I'll post it, the links for whoever wants to contribute. But um, you know, with the the whole. What is it the the little doll thingy? Yeah, no, yeah. I'm I, I'm very happy that you. Uh, he, his stuff's <laughs> always very fun ever since I've seen it. And he's a very nice guy, so I'm glad that you're uh, partnering up with him. Yeah, do you, did you get one? Do you have one? No, I actually mentioned uh, not that long ago on the show. Now, because I didn't always have this setup, but now that I do, it would be perfect to get some clay guy guys and put them up here behind me during the show. Well, send me your address when you're done, and then I'll send you one. Okay, I would love that. Thank you. I got one here. And Annabelle. Yes. You want to send me yours too and I'll send Yay! you one. I wasn't going to. I wasn't going <laughs> to. But I appreciate you. <laughs> I want one too. You don't have to ask. I, I will do it anyways. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah. And uh, when the when your movie, uh, you know, when it's coming out and stuff, let us know. We'd love to have you back on and talk about it. Yeah, absolutely. Um. I, I plan on just working on this for the rest of this month into next month. Um, I'm already starting to kind of piece together the teaser. I'm just waiting on a couple videos from my my other cast members and stuff for them to send to me um, so we could begin doing stuff. But yeah, yep. Hopefully by the end of this year. Nice. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Well, it was great to uh, talk with you again. You too. Uh, and you look great. You look well, thank great. you. I'm so proud of you. Thank you. Good. I appreciate that. <laughs> Annabelle looks great too. Trust me. I know she doesn't want to be. Annabelle. It's a good picture. Yeah, that was us from the that was from this weekend. We went to Brooklyn Horror Film Festival. Fun. Yeah. I'm cropped out of that picture. That's fine, but you know. It's... Yeah, because it's a picture of me. I it's know. I'm just. I'm just teasing. I'm just teasing. Thank you. So happy. Yes, that's in right. The future, it was a great weekend. We had a great yeah, time. Yeah, it was a really but good in time. In the future, when we when we meet again, then I will absolutely do whatever it takes so that I, you can we can actually see each other more properly. It's not just a frozen still of me. Well, when I'm in the area, I will definitely let you guys know. We'll that would be fantastic. We'll grab some, hang out, go scare some people. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, by the way, do you have any plans for Halloween? No. (laughs) Fair enough. enough. Not right now. Not right. But I'm I'm pretty sure. I'm, I'm waiting. Jim. Um, a lot of our friends usually throw some pretty cool parties. Nice. So we will see. We will yeah. see. Will we ever see the yet to be, as far as I know, yet to be released video of you and Jim roaming those hallways? <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah. Oh man. I don't know where they are. Oh, I have no idea. Um, I know I had like a, an old blog, blog site, blog post. Mm-hmm. I had a bunch of updates. I had pictures and everything that's on there. Um, 
but yeah, there's there's some pretty cool stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, I think there's a, I think there's some stuff on my Facebook as well. I will have to look. Yeah, and uh, I I didn't get a chance to tell because it was right before this interview when Jim was sending me stuff. He's gonna come back on in a couple weeks, so we'll ask him if he yeah. has any of these. Oh yeah, yes, I just shot a music video with him. Oh, nice. Awesome. So now you can send us questions to torture with. Yes. Yes. Um, be ready. I love it. All right. Very good. Well, thank you again. And we'll talk to you soon. Bye. 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 How do we turn this thing? Hi, I'm Jim Ojula. Writer, director, creature, creator of the eco-horror film, Strange Nature. And you are watching without your head. Boom, we're oh. back. All right, I'll, I'll take Jenny out here. I'm sure she... Uh, She's oh, like, I'm sorry. <laughs> Let her go, Neil. I, I'll remove you from here. <laughs> I'm scared. <All> right. <laughs> She's great. Yeah, Jenny's awesome. So many cool stories. <laughs> love her her ghost stuff i was gonna ask her more about like the history with her aunt her nun psychic aunt <laughs> what <laughs> <It's> awesome <laughs> all right we'll let you bye, guys. <laughs> bye. bye. yeah she rules i knew you would like her i uh she was a great guest last time and it was uh, awesome to have her back on yes yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, very fun. Great uh, stories. We we got and thanks, Jim, for sending in some stuff to talk about. <laughs> he even sent in too to ask about us roaming around the creep, the very creepy abandoned Linda Vista hospital between scenes. So she just brought up on her own. So it was very cool. It sounds. Yeah, there's so many great stories. That was yes. that was wonderful. Yeah, and Jim's a really cool guy, and I think you'll like him as well. So he'll be on sometime in November. He's very busy, like most people uh, in the horror world uh, right in now. Industry, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. Um, and I was watching, but uh, it's real quick when I was watching. I, I just was asking a little bit about this, and he said it's something yeah. he would like to talk about. Um, I didn't realize that so many people involved in Dead Girl. I knew Jim had worked for Trauma. But mm -hmm. I didn't know that, um, like the writer uh, was a writer oh, from Trauma, and so a lot of and one of the actors, and um, and so I was just asking a little bit of that to Jim, and it's something he would like to talk about because it's cool. something that we always like. I always like to ask he about. Yeah, and uh, he always <laughs> finds his way. Yeah, and he just said it was very beneficial to him, and he'll go more into that and. Cool similar idea that it really depends what you think you're going to get out of working with trauma, but it worked for all of them. They went on to, yeah. to all of them uh, have a good career in, in the movie business. It is really interesting because we, trauma does come up and Lloyd Kaufman specifically come up a lot on our show, but it just, I think it just goes to show how many people are touched by that company. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, uh, yeah. Uh, lots of people have gone through there. It's very interesting. Um, and uh, Unearth Films, uh, they put out a lot of cool stuff. And uh, so get this. Associated with that company. What was that? I think I know someone associated with that company. Yeah, Stephen Bureau. We've had on the show. Stephen Bureau, interesting uh, person. He puts out mm -hmm. all these very 
graphic movies, but uh, is a very religious guy. So I actually written some Christian books, and so uh, really? I've always found that interesting. Yeah, I think there are. May I have? I am thinking that it sounds like Jenny herself is. Yeah, Christian, I so and I think we've had a lot of guests that are. Mm -hmm. I'm so curious because there are certainly other beliefs, and I'm wondering, you know, what are the beliefs of some of the other guests that may not be Christian? I'm so curious. Yes. Like, do we have Hindu people come on? I would love to know. Yeah, yeah. We'll do a yeah. survey. We can have them fill out a form. <laughs> exactly. No. Just the yeah, big. I'm a big fan of all the uh, of the special editions because they just it's loaded with stuff. Um, it's got it's got a, a, a making of like a documentary, mm -hmm. exquisite uh, corpse, uh, the making of dead girl. It's got all kinds of interviews. It has two different audio tracks, which I love commentary tracks. So it has one of just Jenny herself, and then it has one with the whole cast mm -hmm. and uh, interviews with Jim, all kinds of stuff. So, and uh, really cool. Like I said, it actually has the script for the proposed sequel that they never made from wow. 2010, which. I did not get a chance to read, but um, I'm, I'm I'm going to look at it because I found that very interesting. Very interesting. I'm curious. I definitely do uh, like that we don't know her story. Mm -hmm. I like that. I yeah I I'm I prefer that because um, I think everyone that has their own idea and if they really tell you, um, it's not going to live up to some people's expectations. Mm -hmm. And there's just nice to not really. Because you also don't know how much is in in there, like because she obviously isn't just a zombie with no feelings or anything. Yeah, there yeah. there is, um, which when she honestly, it's a great performance because it's both animalistic uh, at times, and then there is like um, there's emotion there, but it's not too much. It's a it's a really like layered uh, performance by her. Yes. It's, she's. I think she's always scary at all times. At all mm -hmm. times, I find her frightening, which is amazing. And at the same time, like you said, there is there's so many subtleties to that. And it's. I wonder, like, is what is she thinking? Is she thinking? Like, what yeah. is this experience actually for this being? And behind it all, it, it's sad. It's very yeah. sad. Because then you also think um, most likely she went through a lot of abuse to even get to this point. Yeah. And uh, here's if people have not seen the movie, this is just this is going to be a spoiler. But I find it very interesting watching it again. The very end of the movie, I won't go to complete detail, but it does um, it ask some more questions because the very end of the movie did uh did any did any did the other kid have any knowledge of this um and there has to be there's something in where they are that uh that can lead to the recreation of whatever made her the dead girl so it's uh interesting it's very interesting it's a it's a great film yeah very very dark movie uh but yeah very original too and, oh yeah. uh, in in the um what was interesting in the um, documentary, uh, the writer who apparently has written all kinds of scripts, um, when they were, like some of his buddies were asking, like, hey, let, you know, what kind of scripts you have? We'd like to make something. 
and he said, well, I have this one, but like, or they picked it up and he's like, no, that's not my, he actually wrote it quite a, a long time before they made it. And he's like, it's just something that can never be filmed. And uh, when they read it, they were, they said they were both like, whoa, this, this is very dark and shocking, but yeah. at the same time, like very intrigued, like we should make this. Yeah. It would, could have been so, I mean, I think she was just so perfect for it because it could have felt very different with a different actress. Mm -hmm. This is, yeah, hundred uh, percent. I like the idea of her being an experiment in zombie patient zero. Yeah, that's what's cool about it, because everyone brings their own take of, you know, what she is. And it makes me think, if all these people on set had all of these different ideas, then surely in the audience, people have thought of all of those things and beyond. And I think it's, I always think it's really cool when you can kind of, like, it can be whatever you want it to be. Even though the world might not agree with you, you can make it what you want you can decide like that's what it was like she was an experience experiment in zombie patient zero exactly yeah yeah uh uh, uh dave says why is annabelle trapped in, in, in a pulsating <laughs> orb what did she do it, it, that makes me think of um superman 2 oh from the 80s let yeah. me think of um when they put up when they put the three uh the three the three villains into the uh no, I'm thinking of the other, the TV show that Michael and Sophia. Oh, had. The Prisoner. Yes, because there's a giant. I don't think you've ever seen the show, have I you? I have not. Oh my God, it's so great. And there is this, like, if you try to get out by going to the ocean, mm -hmm. and because it's like this, it's so great. It's this place that all of the, the retired intelligence people, so like spies, uh, politicians, like all of these, like people who just know too much, they get like tossed into this community. It's like totally invented community. It has natural borders, including the ocean, so people can't escape. They're just kind of forced to be there and just try to live a life. And if you try to escape by going, I think actually any of the natural borders you try to cross, there's this like giant semi-translucent ball that like absorbs you into it and there's a really like you you're creepily stretched out within it and it's just great yeah um, the, the show is so good and then uh it sucked though because they ended up being canceled and i guess patrick mcgoon and, me, and surely other people on the set were like fuck this we're just gonna like make a bunch of crazy shit and it's like goes to like cowboys and it's it makes no sense no sense but i don't know you should check it out Patrick just, himself is so <laughs> awesome he's so perfect it's great yeah i just realized <laughs> why in the chat room is tara uh tara oh. from uh, new village video Hello. so she was yeah she just uh texted me as well at uh sure she won't mind me saying uh i love jenny what a sweetheart yeah she's great. yeah and uh, and uh, much different dead girl, but Tara just played a dead girl in a commercial. Really? Yes. Very cool. You can check Very that out cool. on the Twitter. Commercial that we will all be able to see. Uh yeah, it's uh it's on Twitter too, so uh, some people oh, nice. can check it out. Yeah, it's cool. I'm gonna send you a picture of this poor guy in this bubble. Oh my god. <laughs> 
A poor man in a bubble. Yeah, like myself. Other than the man part. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> so yeah, um, you can check. We did a, a lot of... Uh, I did not have time to put them all together, but I'm going to try to do that this weekend. Although, Severed Limbs is Sunday, so um, I don't have a ton of time. But... Last night, I put out the official list of all the shorts that will be playing Severlin 14 this Sunday. I, what time is that going to start? 5 o'clock p.m. Eastern, Yeet. 2 p.m. Pacific, midnight UK. Nice. It's very exciting because yes. I can go. It'll be a good time. Yeah. If anyone would like to send, uh, I can still add some trailers, but you really need to send them in. You're uh, too soon. kind. You're too nice. Just stop it. Not shorts, but trailers. Just no, um, no, no. I don't. I really only have. Uh, there's very few trailers that were sent in, oh, so okay. I actually would like some trailers. So, uh, but send them in tonight because I'm putting it all together, uh, so it's ready for Sunday. So okay. yeah, look at this. Yeah, see, that's when you're caught inside of it, and it kind of reminds me of when Freddy's coming through the uh, the wall and yeah. And then you go unconscious, and then you wake back up in your bed that they've assigned you in the house you're assigned in. No one has a name. Everybody's a number. I am not a number. I'm a free man. That's so pretty cool. wild. It's free on Tubi, apparently. Oh yeah, I have. Uh, I need to watch it. It's great. Uh, Tara, uh, ha ha! Yay! I did play a dead one. She did indeed. I want to see it. Yeah. Uh, it's very it's very good. Uh, I oh. was, uh, and believe uh, uh, the New Village folks uh, also filmed that uh, that commercial. I was oh. very glad to see that the Devil Stones will be one of the shorts. Yes, it will be. Is this the first reuniting of Vic and Dead Man Dave? It could be. Could wow. be. Dave, Vic Schiavone. If you don't know, Horror Biz here is Dave Deadman. It's nice. We're bringing all these good folks together. I don't know where some of our other regulars, where's Pepe Potit here in Colleen? Yeah. But I understand you things. we got to have here. stuff going on. Pepe is very... Amanda Cooling has been coming around a lot. We've got a lot of... I'm very happy yeah. about that. Community. Yeah. community is very important to me. Mm -hmm. Oh, and what I was saying, though... I'm sorry. We did a ton of videos from Brooklyn Horror Film Festival. Yes. They're all up on the YouTube. I'm going to put them together as a nice, cool... Uh, uh, which is Annabelle's idea. A very, uh, you know, like a one uh, video too, or you can watch them all separately. And uh, that'll be cool. Playlist I made that I put in interviews uh, pre oh, nice. Yeah. So it's like, I only knew of two. How many interviews did we do beforehand? Um, Larry Fessenden. Was that prepping for, for this? No. No, no that was did actually for his other that. movie. So, um, we had um, Donnerman, Mary Donnerman. I got that one. And oh, and, and of course, uh, Bill Lustig. Yes, and I got that one too. Yeah. So just those two. Um, yeah. We're gonna. I was talking uh, earlier today too um, to let them know to uh, that Mr. that Mr. Lustig is coming out to see their movies because earlier tonight, uh, Jen Wexler's film played uh, the final night here at Brooklyn Horror Film Festival. They saved two big ones for the final night. They saved Jen Wexler's film and Where the Devil Roams from the Adams oh, Family. I can't believe it's not even over yet. 
Damn. Yeah, tonight was the last one. <sighs> I would totally try to get that week off again in the future. Yeah, yeah. I think I this, love, that would still be one I would like to go back to. I loved that festival. I, what I, 100%. I, it was one, of, it was a great time. Uh, yeah, so we missed Zelda. We missed Jen Wexler was there tonight. And, um, cool people. And I also found out Jen's uh, movie will be coming out uh, on Shutter very soon too. Oh, very good. Very. And good. oh, she'll she's going to come on the show. She'll be on Excellent. in uh, November. Oh, good. Excellent. Sure. She made the Ranger, which is really cool, and this was her second yeah. film. So. I think you will like her as well. She's a very cool person. And she lives in the uh, vibe going on at the Brooklyn Film Festival. Yeah, because Jen Wexler is one of uh, the people who came up under Larry Fessenden. That's yeah. her mentor. Um, so that's very cool. Yeah, I've a been lot learning. of people. Yeah, I've been, since uh, since the festival and meeting Rigo in particular, and him telling us Rigo is uh, an actor and he does more stuff with Glass Eye Picks, but he was an actor and to the films uh, at the festival. At least there's probably more he was in we didn't see. Um, and just hearing about his experience with Larry as a, as a, like a mentor and someone that is supporting these, these uh, independent creators, these up and coming people. And uh, yeah, then I saw, I watched Habit. Did you watch it yet? Holy crap. No, I haven't had time, but uh, I saw you really go. Uh... Oh my God! I'm I'm a big fan of Larry Fessenden as a director and as an actor, so I'm really looking yeah. forward to this. And I forgot that when he came on the show, he mentioned having done a, a horror serial podcast. Right, and that right. Was long ago, I, I think it might have even. Don't quote me on it, but I think 2010 is when they started mm -hmm. it, which was way before COVID, and COVID was when a lot of that stuff came out. So I started listening to that but habit. Wow, Neil, it's so, it's so good. So if I would say if Joe was comparing uh, Blackout to Habit, they're very different. Mm. They're very, very different. I don't think that Blackout is not a good movie. Mm -hmm. But if I saw Habit, I haven't seen Depraved yet. So that's like the in-between time. I'm yeah. really, really curious. Yeah, uh, there's, a, there's a real uh, big distance between Habit and Depraved. Yes, I think Habit was 1997, if I remember correctly. Yeah, Depraved was um, not that long ago, maybe five, four or five years ago. I saw it at uh, Buffalo Dreams Fantastic yeah. Film Festival. So I'm real curious, but Habit, I, you know, it's 1997 or thereabouts. Um, so sensitive. It's it's him. He's in the new york and he's got friends he's an alcoholic and uh meets this girl at a party and man it's it's very i was writing about it uh on facebook yesterday and someone had asked about it and i said uh because i weren't i don't, I don't know who knows what about it but there's a there is a lot of sex in it but it's not it's such a I don't know. It's it's so works with the story. It's not like not it's not there to make people turn on. It's there because it's part of the the vampire. It's part of the the like way that the vampire entraps people and um, 
it's very tender. There's just so much depth to every character. It's a very small cast. You have to see it. You're going to love it. If you don't love it, there's something wrong with you. You, I mean specifically. Other people might not like it, but you, it's really, really wonderful. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure I, uh, I'd be very surprised if I didn't like it. Like I said, I love Larry Fessenden uh, as an actor and a director. So to see him in his own movie, I'm very excited about. It's, uh, and yeah. I like the it's, subject matter. And... and there's funny moments, but it's not It's not a comedy. It's actually really grim. It's sad. It's so good. It's, I would not say it has a happy ending. So that'd be very. That's I'm um, really looking forward to that. I uh, hope people check out Blackout when it uh, either at festivals or when it's released here eventually. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mentioned a couple of guests are coming on Jim Ojala yeah. and um, you know, Jen Wexler, and also all these came up today. Uh, Demian Rugna, Rugna, who made When Evil Lurks that we saw. Um, oh, really? Which we thought was so good. Yeah. That's so I, exciting. I told them how much we liked it, and so I talked to him a little bit, and he, I was like, if you ever want to come on. He was all excited about coming on, so awesome. he also did one of the shorts in Satanic Panics, uh, Satanic uh, Hispanic, sorry, and he also did this movie, Terrified, which people mm-hmm. have really raved about and I've not seen, mm-hmm. so I'm going to have to uh, find that one. Yes. The poster well, for it's cool. very that creepy. So good. It was so good. Yes, very. Talk about grim. That one is. That's definitely not a feel good movie either. No, it is not at all. I don't think ever is it a feel at any point that I can recall. There's like it's just bleak and then more bleak and more bleak and shocking. There's a lot of shocking moments. Yeah, this is the Spanish poster for uh, his film Terrified. And just the poster, look, it's pretty oh, terrifying. Ooh. What the hell is <laughs> inside of it? I don't know, but I... the blue part. I'm wondering what that blue. It's very uh, specific, but that's gross as hell. Yeah, and it played all everywhere. Sitches, Fright yeah. Fest. It played all the big festivals. So uh, I'm gonna try to. Uh, I'm sure. I think it's uh, playing some. Uh, it's. I think it's on one of the streaming sites because it's a few years ago. So. Isn't it? Yeah. So I'm, I'm terrified. Terrified. Yes. How do you spell his name? Um, hold on. Terrified. Where to watch? Let's see if I can find it. The last name is R U G N A. I guess it's on Prime Video to rent. It says it might be on Shutter too. I think. Does it? I'm seeing Prime. If you have a YouTube. Wait. Oh yeah, it's on a uh, shutter. Two different places. It's it's around. Oh yeah, excellent. Yeah. Shutter. Cool. Yeah. So I have shutter. I think we both have shutter. So watch terrified. When yeah. strange events occur in a neighborhood in Buenos Aires, a doctor specializing in the paranormal, her colleague, and an ex police officer decide to investigate further. Oh, the trailers already cool i'm not watching it i'll go i'll go and all the images are very terrifying (laughs) there's a little kid oh my so this is one of the ones that i can't watch during the day (laughs) all right well i'm excited though i really like the other things i've seen from him so 
and he seems like a yeah, good guy. brilliant, but just yeah. scary cinematography, character development that just ah, so good, so good. In a remote village, two brothers find a demon-infected man just about to give birth to evil itself. They decide to get rid of the man, but merely succeed in spreading the chaos. That's when evil lurks. It's freaking... It's so wild how we can talk about all, like, I'm thinking of that movie, Had It, Dead Girl. They're so different from each other, mm -hmm. but they're so great. Ah, cinema. It's a wonderful thing. Yeah, we've been seeing uh, um, been seeing some great stuff. We saw some uh, awesome stuff at the uh, Brooklyn Horror Film Festival. Not just the features, but some great shorts. Mm -hmm. And um, so I recommend people, if you can, if they're in your area and it's doable, go check out the uh, a film fest. I think no matter if you're just there as a viewer, if you're in movies at whatever level, um, to me, there's it's a huge plus. It's a great time. Hmm. It's and become you, one of my one of the shorts you might not ever see again. So it's really uh going to film festivals has been become one of my favorite things. I agree hundred percent. It was the main thing I missed. I know and I hate to say this because I know people had much worse things than this, but it was the main thing I missed uh during the pandemic was going to the film festivals. Yeah. And I'm glad, and it, and I'm saying this, uh, I had a good time always going by myself, but it is much, uh, much more fun, uh, with you, Annabelle, because we Aww. share experience watching the movies together and we could talk about them. It just makes them that much more enjoyable. Thank you. Thank you so much. And so I'm glad that you enjoy them as well. Very much. It's, yeah. it's a huge, huge impact on my quality of life. <laughs> Very good. So I definitely highly recommend uh, go to whatever you can support your local film festival. If you can ever travel, then there are some super exceptional ones, and definitely Brooklyn Horror Film Festival was yeah, that place was packed. Uh, very a lot of very uh, very talented local filmmakers, just all around mm -hmm. great time. And uh, so this Sunday, Severed Limbs Film Festival. Woo! What can we? That'll look be on the to? Kick Channel. So. Uh, kick YouTube, I mean, kick.com slash without your head. So, uh, go and make a it's a free account so you can join the the chat. They they don't kick me off for sh showing uh stuff. So, uh, unfortunately, a lot of issues do uh, with the last time we were using YouTube. So, we moved over to kick. And if people have uh watched the uh Saturday Night Frights, that's also where we do those. Uh, it's it's a very it's a very similar to the YouTube here. You just you just have to make an account. You don't have to make an account, but if you would like to uh, interact in the chat room, make it a free account. Question about access because I think um, like do, on the website on our website is there like an easy to access? Button? I'll have the link right up. It, there'll be a link right there. Um, we've been doing the, the Saturday night frights on there with no issues. People have been mm -hmm. enjoying it. Even Dave Deadman can use it and you know, he doesn't yeah. know what he's doing. No, no, but yeah. So, uh, so yeah, people, uh, it's a really easy accessible site. I've used it on my phone. I originally found kick through Tara cause Tara and new village video do some stuff on there. And so I joined it. 
um, to watch some cool stuff with them. And so uh, you can easily use it on your phone or your computer. It's a it's a really nice website. You don't have to download anything. You just have to make a free account if you'd like oh. to use the chat room. I like the not downloading part. Can people access it on their computer? Yeah, yeah. That, that's Mac how I normally watch Windows? it. Is on, was that? Mac and Windows? I don't know, but I don't have Apple, but you can on Windows. It's just that you just go to the website, kick.com slash without your head. Mm -hmm. It'll be a good time. So, yeah, lots of uh, lots of uh, shorts here. I could pull them up if you, but they're it's all on the on the Facebook group. Facebook is becoming a dinosaur. Even huh. even Jenny has made the conversion to to uh, Instagram. Yeah, I'll say she puts up nice videos of sunsets and stuff. Oh yeah, That's yeah. Lovely. Well, here we go. I'll, I'll. I think. I think this will work. Hold on one second. So yeah, here we go. Um, this is uh, the antidote. The fifth episode of Dark Signals concerns a young spy couple who have been left stranded in the desert, being injected with a zombie virus. And one bottle containing the antidote. Or mm. is it an antidote? And will it cure either of them? Who will take it? I recognize that uh, logo there. Yes, I was wearing a shirt the other day. So <laughs> this is the uh, fifth, which is uh, The Dark Signals, is a, a new web series by Justin Bernard Head. This is actually will be premiering, uh, I think, in two weeks. But we, but it is going to be part of our festival, so you can catch it early this Sunday. Mm -hmm. And this one is actually directed by Artin Karatsko. Uh, and we also have Inanimate, which is also part of um, the Dark Signals. That one will be debuting this weekend, but we'll mm -hmm. have it a little early. This one is actually directed by Justin, Justin oh. Bernard Head. We present our six. Oh, that's the final one. So the fifth one's this week, and this is actually in two weeks. Uh, but it'll be this Sunday. Uh, we present our sixth and final episode for the first season of Dark Signals when Lucy Taboda is left at home alone with her antique dealer. Husband Paul's latest find, an antique statue of the Virgin Mary. She begins to feel uneasy, as if the statue may be supernatural. Oh. I'm going to admit, I have not actually watched. These are the only two I've not watched. Mm -hmm. But I included them in the end. The well, festival. I think you know you can trust Justin. Yeah, Justin's a good man. So th that'll be yeah. exciting for all of us. Uh, the Devil's Stone. Ooh. I heard uh, Vic mention the Devil's Stone earlier. Yes. And uh, I actually made an 8-bit for this movie. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, it was actually on BBC Radio's uh, a BBC Radio website because the host of the show was wearing it. What made me very excited? <laughs> yes, what? the host of uh, BBC Radio was wearing uh, the the eight bit shirt that I made for this. So wait a minute how how did that how did you even find out that? Because I saw it on Facebook. Huh. 
It is called the Devil's Stone because if you run around it seven times, they say the devil himself will appear. A group of local students researched the Devil's Stone and the spooky legend of Sayer Hicks. Well, now I need to know. I want to see a picture of this BBC man. It sounds oh. like something to put in your files. So like, look, even the people from the BBC wear... Cool. Yeah, I'll get it after we go through these. Otherwise, I'll have to leave this page and oh, yeah, don't do it will mess this up. Yeah. Uh, Cherry, a distraught woman, gives her dinner date a piece of her mind. Ooh, a piece? Okay, Perkins. Like a piece of pie? <laughs> Meth squirrel. <laughs> squirrel gets into the stash and goes on a murder spree. See, this is okay because children aren't going to be watching it, I hope. Right, right, right. Then I can laugh. Sicko. Psycho with a twist. Hmm. By Troy Olke. Also by Troy. Attack of Howard the Duct. <laughs> Paranormal activity Ooh. at the grow shop. All right. My, my expectations for that are up. Un taco. A young man walks through the streets of the city when a beggar child asks him for help to eat. Will he help him or pass him by? Mm. That is by Antonio Rotano. By the way, Antonio, um, I met him at um, Ohio Nightmares. He's oh. a very cool guy. Death tone. When a man hears ringing inside an old red telephone box, he is subjected to a deadly sound that drives him insane with rage. Yikes. That guy looks like a Waldberger man. He kind of does. Yeah, they mentioned that. Yeah. What's his name? Donnie Wahlberg? Yeah. Donnie, yeah. Is it? That's, yeah, it's not him, though. No. It's by no. Peter McNearden, but I believe that's Mike Bignall. Bignall, sir. Erecting a monster too, huh? Interesting. Uh... The monster. <laughs> this is this is a short that I probably cannot play on YouTube, but we can play it on the kick. I like how it just says my dick. <laughs> I don't know if you saw that. Yeah, he's got like a sign. It's very. Yes. Prepare for the second coming. Oh my goodness. Erecting a monster tube ride of the monster, picking up where erecting a monster left off. Victor must battle his incubus-possessed penis. <laughs> Together with his friend Johnny, they must find a way to destroy the demonic phallus before it kills anyone else. <laughs> That's by John Devlin. Lux. A flat tire leaves a newlywed couple stranded in a bizarre town plagued by a monster that has a light for a face. Ooh. Interesting. Kenneth Perkins. Susie's birthday bash. Little Susie has a fun afternoon trying to find out what the family got her for her birthday. By mm -hmm. Michael Butino. This is a very nice po oh. poster. Crazy. Box cutter. Mm. A seasoned serial killer interviews an up and coming killer who must prove his worth in this gritty homage to a 70s B movie, an Italian Giallo. Cool. Yeah, that's really, I like that art. Yeah, that's, that's uh, Josh McMillan. Yeah, I love the, the poster on that one. 
Moving Curtains. It's actually really nice, too. Um, after the loss of his girlfriend, M wanders... After his loss of his girlfriend, M wanders his home in search of any sign of life. Also by Josh McMillan. 32. Based on the short story Berenice by E.A. Poe, Berenice suffers from an unnamed disease until only her teeth remain healthy. Aegeus, wow. that sounds uh, interesting. Aegeus, who is in manic love with Berenice, is obsessed over them. The evil side of human nature erupts in him. That is by Tim Luna. Her. What happens when you wake up chained to a chair? By Janine Pipe. Mm, I like the color. Yeah. Yeah, I like that too. Just see enough that you're kind of uh, intrigued. Mm. Paranormal Captivity. I've heard of this. Uh, by David W. Bailey, who we uh, actually hung out with um, in L.A. after uh, the movie premiere at that little oh, bar. Yes. yes. When his cat is possessed by a demon, a man must battle for his cat's life as well as his own. Paranormal captivity. So familiar. Horror biz, he uh, destroyed the demonic phallus before it kills again. I mean, we've all been there. Footzilla. Now, if you you may wow. you may know this person here, Annabelle. Do I? He it's played very... the judge in Psycho Ape Two. Oh yeah, he was he was a peculiar man. I liked him. Yeah. Galen Howard. Right. What the hell is on him? There's like a, a foot. Oh. No, I see the foot. But oh yeah, like... that on his. Sh I am not sure. Yeah. What is that? That's we'll find crazy. out. I'm excited <laughs> to see him in this yeah. role. A recently injured man has a wild fever dream that a giant foot monster known as Footzilla is is attacking Las Vegas, and he must rise to the occasion and defeat it. Now that's a I am one. all about that. And that is uh, by Brandon Scullion. Night of the Not-So-Living Dead. Now, this is actually a very wow. old short from 2002, but my rule is uh, as long as we never played it before, I don't, I don't mind what year it's from. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, it. This is from Michael Kessler. When their car breaks down, a couple is chased by an extremely slow zombie. After taking shelter in a nearby cabin, they are forced to watch movies and do laundry as they wait for the zombie's impending attack. That sounds fun. Vic says all cats are possessed by demons in the chat. He knows. He's got them. The thing in the tub. Everything was coming up aces for Associate Professor Wilkins. And... That was until he brought home a lab sample and left it in the tub. By Jason Yort. Come up here. 
Uh, home alone, but someone's calling from upstairs. Come up here. By hey, Andrew Gibbs. That. I'm already scared. <laughs> Damn. No, I just think about that. Like, fuck, no. It's <laughs> coming up anywhere. Philo uh, de C. An awkward loner has taken up a stalking a girl from the neighborhood it leads him to an encounter that he'll never forget that's a crazy poster yeah it's pretty nice it does look like it was made with ai i'll be honest but I'm not sure. mm, that's unfortunate it might not be i don't know it might not be yeah it's a it's a difficult yeah it's a difficult time that's by john devlin it's cool it is cool either way though and John, that's the same guy who made directing a penis too. Really? Yes. Stairs, and this is by former guest Michael Kusiak, who made uh, Death Metal, which we were big fans of. Oh yeah. A woman finds herself trapped in a never-ending set of stairs. That sounds like hell. Mm-hmm. Hand <laughs> model. Uh, experimental film that explores the surreal mature nature. I'm sorry. Experimental film that explores the surreal nature of hand modeling, delving mm -hmm. into its roots and fetishization. Hmm. Hmm. Not that football. Is by Tate Hoffmaster, who I I, I know mm. him from somewhere. I'm sorry, Tate, but I'm not sure where. That's a cool place. Horned. Whoa. Damn. When a cocky cam boy jokingly live streams a creepypasta dare, he inadvertently summons an ancient demon who craves more than just his soul. That's pretty cool because, like, I don't know the whole intricacies and ins and outs of that short. Uh -huh. I'm assuming that this picture is one of the highlights of the short. Mm. But it's it makes me want to watch it. So I, if that is any kind of spoiler, I don't care because I want to see that. Yeah. I'm okay it, with that. That's it terrifying. Does, it's not supposed to come out to 2024, but we have an early preview Ooh. of it by Jared DiBrito. Very cool. Hello. Hello. The Foul Flesh. Now, this isn't the actual poster, but they, they didn't have one yet, so I used a, a still. A woman enters a strange convent only to discover they are zombie worshippers. By uh, Tanja Why Atomic. Did you that picture? Huh? <laughs> Why did you choose this picture? Um, it was the only. It was actually the only still they had available. Oh. Uh by Tanja Atomic, who made. Um, oh. She made a movie we played on um, the feature film festivals. Yeah, I remember this name. Mm -hmm. It was cool. It was the um, God, what was the movie? It was the it was a sequel to um, the hand of um Manos there. Yes, I yeah, she was really nice. She was in the yeah. chat, right? Yeah. yeah. Tanya Tomic. The Vanderwoos. A struggling mm -hmm. writer realizes her words have a dangerous power when the monster from her horror story comes to life. Oh, by Nathan Lathenrum. I don't know if it's spelled if it if it's supposed to be pronounced that way, but I like to be. Vanderbus. Uh, yeah, Vanderbus. The Vanderbus. 
<laughs> and uh, open house. Uh, by Matt Cannon, who uh, did the music for this is, I believe, his directorial debut. He did the music for uh, Bathtub Shark Attack, which I'm oh! a big fan of. I haven't seen it yet. The only thing stopping an amateur realtor from a successful open house is an ominous decoration that may or may not have been left on the property on purpose. Is it a Merkin? Hmm. <laughs> a Merkin stuck to the wall. <laughs> Dead girl was here. Exactly. Ah, Jenny, I'm glad I'm, I'm glad you were here for the for uh, yeah. Jenny's return. That was very yeah. fun. Uh. My uh, my kind of person because she could be serious. I like someone who can be serious, can be very silly, and yes. everything in between. Yeah. So that was very cool. All right, so, so that's, that's gonna be fun. Huh? Nice, what? excellent. Yeah. I was just saying that's gonna be a lineup. That was very cool. Look at that yeah. quality stuff. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. It's, it's nice fun that time. people do know you from this festival. It's really great. Yeah, um, I mentioned the guy. He actually, it was the first time this ever happened. It was in Ohio. He knew me as the guy from, from Severed yeah. Limbs. It's very cool. Very cool. But it is a nice opportunity because people don't, you don't ask anybody to pay you anything. No. So as far as I know, I, that's still the no. deal. No, for, for, it's uh, free to enter, free to watch. Yes, which is really fantastic. Yeah, if I'm you want to Venmo something. anything as a thank you. It's very time consuming. I will accept it. But you don't have to do anything. Just come and enjoy. To me, it's a celebration of independent film. Yeah. Of all levels. Of uh you know, some of these people have made a lot of stuff, some of these people you know haven't. And uh that's what I like about the festival. Yeah. Let me find that photo now. What are you finding? The BBC one. Oh, I, I need to know. Hey, no, I what? won't stay here. I don't want to throw anybody under the bus on the air. I I thought about it, and I'm retracting my bus throwing. Oh. But. What's that? So who do we, what, me? Yeah. Bus throwing? The whole point of me stopping was to not do it. I understand, I understand. Hold on. I'm trying to. Yeah, uh... I don't want to, yeah. I can throw when we're not on the air. Alright, fair enough. <laughs> trying to I have the BBC photo. I'm trying to find the actual one with the guy wearing the shirt because that's really cool. Just give me a few minutes. Minutes? Good God, Seconds. man. What am I supposed to do? Sing a song? They can won't you sing? No. Didn't we well, wait? Uh, what is our song that we're gonna do going forward karaoke? Do you remember? Oh, um, no. What was it? It was a cool oh. song. It's believe it or not, not I'm walking on air. It worked really well. I think we, I for I think when we're on this kind of thing, even though it doesn't seem like it's off at all, you know what I mean? It's just off a little bit. What is off? Uh, you know, like we start if you start to try to sing together on here, yes, it doesn't quite work. Well, I mean, it's not like we're gonna sing the whole song. 
I understand. I understand. Mm-hmm. I cannot find. I saved the picture. I know. It is the greatest American hero for those in the audience who didn't figure it out. That's the future plan. I'm trying to get Neil back into the karaoke, which I'm very sad we missed out on. But greatest American hero. Believe it or not, I'm walking on air. I never thought I could feel so free. Flying away on a wing and a prayer. Man, I cannot find Come on, dude. Well, I found this one no, photo. I can't I can't find the photo of the guy wearing it though. What else is going on in the world of horror? Do we have any news? Any latest news? Uh, hold on a sec. But I'll find it uh, at some point, probably All after right. the show and I'll share it. But right. there it is. It was the BBC five radio and there and there it is, Sayer Hicks, which uh huh. this is a shirt that Amazon oh. said was too extreme. Oh, for Apparently those two, those three red pixels up there are just way too extreme. That's uh, very offensive, very scary. That's really cool, but that's three red there. pixels, and but yeah, uh, yeah, it's very cool. And uh, yeah. I, when I saw that, I was like, "What the hell?" And then, uh, yeah, then um, then I actually saw a picture of the uh, of the host actually wearing it. That's awesome. It really is. That's really cool. Yeah. Thank you. Vic gave us some uh, trivia over here about the greatest American hero. What was that? I don't know if you want to pop it up. The biggest thing I remember about the greatest American hero is that they changed the last name of the main character because it was the same guy who shot Reagan. Wow, I did not know that. Same as the guy. It wasn't the man who shot Reagan. Right. Really extra weird. Yeah, that's pretty wild. Yeah. The world of horror. Has this um John Carpenter TV show started yet or what? Um, I don't know. Really? I think it I think it uh I still don't know if he actually made it. Hmm. John Carpenter Suburban. If he just produced Dreams. it. Suburban it's me, a Pepe. Pepe Petit made it. Oh, nice. Hello, Pepe. We thought of you when we were at uh, Frank Pepe's. Oh, that place was the best. Yeah, it rules. So God. Dear God. Truly, anybody that has an opportunity to go to uh, Frank Pepe's Pizzeria, I guess it's primarily a Connecticut chain. I think there's one in Florida and one other random one. But it is some of the... Neil and I both rank it in the top three pizzas ever. Yeah, it's fantastic. It's a pretty big deal for people who like pizza so much. Yeah. I'm going to jump to the YouTube, he says. Yeah, the YouTube uh, is happening tonight, so that's cool. Is it? It's yeah. happening place. Yeah, sometimes it, all the uh, things are from the um, Facebook, but tonight's a lot mm-hmm. of from, mostly from the YouTube. Hmm. Yeah. Let's see. Episode guide, October 13th. Did these all play on October 13th? They just blew blew it out in one fell swoop. Hmm. 
John Carpenter, an exploration of true tales of terror that took place in seemingly perfect small towns. I'm glad you said this, Tara. I'm sorry to interrupt you. No, you're not. Get the well, hell out of here. No, as soon as I saw this, it, the thing was, it this movie gets so much hate, The New Exorcist, and so I'm uh -huh. happy when other people like it because Annabelle and I both went to see it and we kept thinking, like, when does this get you turn into crap? Because everyone's saying, some people say it's legit the worst film ever made. And we both liked it. And uh, so I'm happy that Tara also liked it. Yeah. It wasn't the most amazing movie of all time. Like, I don't know. No, you can't. And I said this somewhere else. Maybe I said it in the review. I don't remember. You can't expect anyone to ever make exorcists like you we're not going to have that happen you can't make something that's going to beat the exorcist for an exorcist exactly. movie there's going to be other great movies but the exorcist is a fine fine film it's not just it wasn't made to be part of the series it was made as a standalone book you cannot have that expectation. You just can't. And we're in a different era. There's no more, you know, Max von Sydow isn't around anymore. Not that there aren't good movies, but it's just, we're in a different era. It's not, it clearly wasn't an indie movie. Like the indie movies, I think you get a different uh, kind of cinema experience. But with The Exorcist being this mainstreamy kind of thing, there's going to be some like, it's not going to be, I've said it too many times. It's just not going to be Exorcist. So if people have these kind of expectations like, oh, it should live up to its namesake, it's just not realistic. The kids were creepy as hell. They were yeah. great. Thank you. Yes. Tara's saying it off to the side. Yeah, I agree with Annabelle. And, uh, yeah, we both thought the uh, the two girls were were great in it, like legit, like good. And they're very scary looking. Yeah. And did a good job. Uh, I thought they were the highlights of the movie. Mm -hmm. And we um, talked about uh, in the review, it's not like anybody is especially likable. But that's fine. The story was interesting enough. I did like the girl. One in particular, the main girl. I can't remember her name. You know the one. There's like the main father. and the Yeah, and I think you really liked the guy too. Yeah, and the guy was all right. That father was all right. And there's, you know, a lot of different personalities. And are they trying to have some kind of social statement? Maybe because there's different beliefs, different religions get involved, different kinds of spiritual systems and whatever. I thought it was fine. It's it's Here. certainly, I think, is on par with your average 80s. Oh, look at that. So the be the host shirt and with the mask from the actual mask from the movie. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, the girl in the church was disturbing. Even before she started like walking down the aisle, like she was. Ugh. I know that that one part in particular. I'm pretty sure you're referring to specifically uh, about the church and the original. Yeah, it really feels like. Sometimes there's like movements uh, for some of these movies before they even come out to like to like sabotage them, and yeah. I uh, I think part of that one is 
a lot of people, I like myself, I didn't like his Halloween movies at all. And I wasn't, I really didn't think this would be that great. But you can't just say something's bad without seeing it. And, uh, and there's no, I, I really can't imagine the people are saying it's like the legit, the worst film ever made and stuff. I can't believe they would really think that. Yeah, I know it's all opinion. I could see not liking it, but I can't imagine thinking it's the worst movie that's ever been made. No. That's just silliness. Like, it's not even the worst Exorcist movie. Pope's Exorcist, right? It literally, like, a month ago, the Pope's Exorcist, I think it was, maybe a couple months ago. Yeah. That was terrible. Yeah. I don't, I don't think even the worst movie in the Exorcist franchise. The no. actual Exorcist movies. No. I agree. Yeah, there's a lot of Exorcist movies that are not so hot. Yeah, I'm not. I'm usually not big on Exorcist movies, but uh, I, yeah, I liked it. I thought it was good. Yes, exactly. It took me a second. I'm like, oh, that's what that's what's being described. <laughs> no spoilers to people, but there. This is a very special, special moment. Hello. Yeah, you did make it. There was a great interview earlier, Pepe. So when you have the chance. Um, there's some pretty intense stuff that we talk about for those, uh, who are familiar with dead girl. There's some, there is some really intense conversation because dead girl is a story that is very intense. So anyone who's tuning in now live, this will do no good to the people that have, uh, are, are watching this, um, after the fact. Yeah, great movie. She was wonderful, very funny, uh, good stories. Great, just great. So yeah. I'm looking forward to seeing what she does as a director. Yes. I'm very, very curious. It was very fascinating that she was talking about the story being about her friend who died, and it sounds like died quite uh horribly, was my sense, yeah. and is working on this film with that person's mother and i'm just like this is what is this what is what is this so i'm very very curious about about the movie mm -hmm. um not only just real quick too not only the brooklyn horror film festival itself is a grading nighthawk cinema is great so if you're in yeah. brooklyn and you're not there during the horror festival i would recommend checking out and see what's going on there because they're always playing some really weird stuff and cool horror movies and the theater itself is a really nice place to watch movies if if i know if we were uh close there we'd be going to see stuff all the time yeah yes absolutely it was great great popcorn some of the best yes. popcorn ever yeah the perfect battery lovely we didn't we have need... any uh, weird popcorns did we we were gonna try... no i was just gonna say we need to go back so we could try that they, they're the they had two they had caramel and then they had their like uh their signature popcorn that had a truffle butter and yeah. some kind of special salt so we need to go back and get that at some point gives us a hey. reason to go back besides seeing movies yeah i would love to when we have uh, billions of dollars, or even millions, or even like a million dollars, yeah, yeah, we travel and we go, we we go to the theater, we eat the popcorn, we visit some New York friends, maybe swing by a movie that's happening. Oh, it's gonna be a beautiful life. Exactly. <laughs> Let's see the movies. Yeah. I'm that just, signifies uh, watching. No, that's what I think. Mm -hmm. Watching like that 
dude Jenny was telling us about. <laughs> what a creep! My God, yeah, that would be bad. so tough. Ugh. I'm looking at this John Carpenter IMDb thing about suburban screams, and I know that IMDb or any online reviews, like on a site like this can be total bullshit. Just, just basically like we were talking about with the exorcist, like people can just be intense, uh, as like a trendy intensity, right? Mm -hmm. It was like this fashionable to hate it, but ah, there's one review. Let's see. The review is by uh, Ripshin. This is awful. This is true crime garbage joining the list of other sh such shows polluting the streamers. It is quite idiotic on so many levels. Lame reenactments and talking heads. Obvious fictionalizing of supposed real stories. It is cheap programming and apparently the masses are eating up this tripe. Or they wouldn't keep producing the stuff. It's the lowest common denominator output. Uh, I've seen this genre produced firsthand this past year for some money. I worked on a true crime series, which I swore I would never do. It was as bad as I expected and left the job. That has nothing to do with that show, so I'm not even going to bother to read that part. Um, yeah, the rest of it is really... Yeah. So, part of it... Uh, I Part of it just informs me as to what it is, even if this person's opinion is um whatever even if i would disagree with this person's opinion i now know that it's true crime reenactment kinds of yeah that's not what i expect from uh, john carpenter no so i mean maybe that was a i don't know maybe that's not a good summation of that but summation See, a teenage boy falls in love with a new girl in town, but suspects the house is haunted. I don't know. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna take back my thoughts about whether or not that person's comments were valid because now I'm reading all the little individual episode things. Uh, party take a mysterious turn when friends accidentally summon the ghost of a local murder victim. Two witnesses tell the tale of how this restless spirit attacks herself to an unsuspecting host. Well, maybe. I guess we'll have to find out. Has anybody out there who's who's with us right now seen this show yet? John Carpenter's Suburban Screams. I'm seeing... Uh... Yeah, I don't blame you for falling asleep watching Pope's Exorcist Pepe. Yeah, that was really lame-ass movie. Um, I wanted to show you, kind of show you a video. Hopefully it won't get us a flag yeah. or anything. Well, we'll um... find out. Uh, who did, what did this guy make? Brian, what did Brian Yuzna make? He wrote, he made Society, right? Yeah. Sure. Brian Yuzna. What movies? Uh, oh yeah, he made, he did uh, Reanimator, Bride of Reanimator. Mm. We had so him on the show. Close. Really cool guy. So anyway, yeah. He actually has a board game coming out. Ooh, that's cool. So you can help uh, right now with the crowdfunding. Brian Yuzna presents Tales of Blood Island. So here we go. Ooh. Whoa. 
It's fun for the whole family. I got a foot. And parts of them. I got a head. Make your moves to escape Blood Island. Roll the die. And you might. Die, that is. Pull a card, if you dare. But beware the beast of blood. Get ahead of the undead. Brian used this Tales of Blood Island game. I won! It will make your head spin. Just don't lose your head. The Tales of Blood Island board game. It's creepy fun for everyone. Now on Kickstarter. For ages 18 and up. Hmm. Interesting. That's very cool. Yeah. I wonder if it's if it's a good one. And like uh, another game that some very kind person bought for you for Atlanta. Yes, it was not. That was not great. No. Unfortunately. I don't want to diss like some tiny little company, but so I feel like I don't want to name it, name it. But hopefully this game is great. In other words, Pepe is letting us know that in Mexican culture, they fry and eat tripe. I think your family would probably be tripe eaters. Your uh, Germanic peoples. Um, actually, I believe they did. Um, I know like my family back home is, they used to always say, um, in, um, in uh, Pennsylvania, they ate a lot of innards and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, this game it's... looks wild, so I'm very excited. I'm very excited. And it's very cool that, uh, you know, horror director is, is you know, getting, is behind a board game. Yeah, I love Brian it. Brian the reanimator man. Look. Whoa! All right, because the video is a little bit small. This is—I love the art on it. This retro art is perfect. Yeah, it looks so sweet. That's great. Oh, Rumorg. Hmm. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I'm very curious. Yeah, so he wrote um, Reanimator, directed Bride Rean Reanimator, directed uh, Society, which I'm a, a huge fan of. Oh, that movie's so nasty. Uh, he also directed Return of Living Dead 3 on The Dentist. Nice. Actually, this guy's done a lot. Of, uh, we had him on the show. It was a really long interview, I remember. Uh, anyway, I know we got a lot of people coming up, but maybe we'll get him back on to talk about this board game at some point. That would be great. Brian Usna. I'm a big fan. Mm -hmm. Oh, I know. I think we had a month. We did a a, a show a month. It was um the uh, Doctors of December, and it was during it was during the pandemic, so it was also in tribute to uh, all the the doctors who were you know, Aww. and uh, it was a good time because uh, <laughs> Trista's uh, uh, friend is a is a doctor, so, so yes. it was a good time. Very Hopefully good. will be visiting us sometime. Yeah, she seems happy to come back, so that'll be cool. Yeah, of course. Of course. It would be nice to talk. I don't remember. I think last time I actually talked with her was probably at the uh, LA premiere. Yeah, yeah, and she's in the newest episode of Dark Signals. Oh. It's really, it's really good. Uh, and some total schmuck is also in that one. So just look over that, and uh, it's really cool. Yeah, yeah. But no, it's it's awesome. She's great in it. She's always good. But... And it that? and it involves a uh, Ouija board. Does it? Mm -hmm. Ouija board. Oh, I'd wanted to say when we were talking with Jenny and she was talking about demon stuff and faces, and I didn't want to like soak up her time with our stories. 
but uh, I do you remember, and I really hope you do, we were using the board in the park in Salem. I do, and I remember oh, there was eyes. Mm-hmm. And I believe I and and you know uh, there this is so we were using um, Ouija board in Salem. Was that the time we used it in Halloween, or was it another night? I think uh, Halloween night we saw absolutely nothing, so I think it was the other night. Yeah. Uh, because also on Halloween night, I think a lot of it there were like goofy kids around, but um. So it was yeah we were we were uh, in Salem it was night we had uh, a Ouija board mm-hmm. and I looked up and I saw glowing red eyes up in the tree behind Annabelle and uh, I'm not you know I'm not someone who who uh, gets like uh, I Annabelle I'm not saying this to be cool I'm not someone who gets all jumpy and stuff yeah. And so it did. It did startle me. Honestly, she even said, "What are you looking at?" And it was very yeah. weird. And so in my mind, then we did see a big raccoon later. So then I thought, "Oh, maybe it was a raccoon." But I have no idea. But still, it was very weird. Mm-hmm. It was a tree directly behind me. Yep. With no leaves because it was all the leaves are down. Yeah, it was uh, cold. And out. you did. You were like staring at it. Like it was like you were in a trance. Mm-hmm. You Very were weird. not moving. You were just looking behind me at the tree, in the tree. I was kind of concerned, like you were having a stroke or something. It's like something's wrong. Something was clearly uh-huh. wrong. So. Yeah, it was very weird. We need to, uh, and you got a new cool, or an old, it's new to you, but a, an yeah. old uh, Ouija board when we were at, uh, at the outdoor uh, fair. Yeah, the fair in Somerville. It's this really, really old Ouija board. Um, I think I found out it was from the 70s, I think. Yeah. It's like a total different board. It's kind of the same idea that that Jenny was talking about. Yeah. The um, cover is totally different from other Ouija board covers I've seen, uh, Parker Brothers boards. And I just can't. It's been in the same plastic bag. Like, I haven't taken it out. It just, it creeps me out. Like, I think it's kind of, it's cool to have it, but it it's frightens me at the same time. For the thing she said, it's like, how many people have used this Ouija board? Yeah, and that's definitely like an old out. Like, if, as a person who thinks, we did do that. Um, we didn't do a live one. We recorded it oh, on video. Right. But um, now we could do it live, though, with uh, with the new setup. I don't want to use this. This board is too scary. All the things that could be just waiting, just like, it's like a haunted object. I don't know. I, 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 I'm game to do it, but I understand. Well, you have the new board, don't you? You have the newer board. Yeah, yeah. Well, you bring the newer board. All right, we'll do this sometime. I don't want to use this board. It's cool, but no. 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 It's not it's not worth the risk to me. <laughs> it just gives me heebie-jeebies. It feel really does feel like it's like at the very least a haunted object and I hope not a cursed object, but 
Woof. So here's uh, when we use the, uh, this is when we use the Ouija uh, yeah. here on the Cape in Sagamore. I don't have that scarf anymore. Do you have it? No. It was a good scarf. was. It was so fucking cold. Yeah, yeah I, I have it was eight towel. degrees. <laughs> yeah, I have a, uh, I gave Neil stuff that was in my car. So like the, um, the scarf probably a blanket i've got a sleeping bag and a towel just anything i could have that was fabric <laughs> any fabric but that was i think that was the day we got was that the day we got the doctor yeah, the yeah. guy yeah and yeah. that was so that was in the cemetery near me and sagamore yeah. and you didn't even you, you had i don't think you knew it was any of these stories until you No, no, I knew it was considered haunted but I had no idea why. And so I looked up why after we actually did it cuz I was interested. And then your brother yeah. told you because he talked with someone who was No, like no, no, I actually know um when cuz I used to go to the Sagamore post office send my packages and here's actually in Salem here. And I know the um, the caretaker, which I think mm -hmm. has actually retired just recently. Oh. And he was actually on Sci-Fi Channel. Really? Um, this, I think it was Sci-Fi. One of those channels, they did uh, like the most haunted uh, cemeteries. And they talked to him on that, uh, from that cemetery. And he said that when he, because he started there as a younger guy. Mm -hmm. And he didn't believe any kind of stuff like that. And then he saw stuff throughout the years that made him, you know, actually change his mind on that. And one of the things he saw, he saw, he said, um, the next morning, uh, a tombstone would actually was actually moved across the cemetery, and you could see the drag marks. And again, it goes back to the idea that the bodies have have been displaced. Wow. And that, you know, who knows? It could, you know, it could be some kid did this as a joke or whatever. But yeah, but it makes people think, um, you know, that they're actually trying to put them back in the right place. And he also said that um, often he could smell cigar smoke in one area of the uh, cemetery, and mm. a couple times actually saw the smoke. And he like, like oh weird, yeah, it was weird. And this is someone that you feel like this is not the guy that makes things up. No, he's just a normal guy. And like I said, he said he was uh, when he started uh, as being the caretaker. He didn't believe any of that stuff. Mm. I don't think he's still there, but I I could be wrong. Maybe he still is. Mm. We need a ghost story show. I still want to do our theme shows. Those were fun before. How do we get people to like? What's our equivalent to having people call in? I send the the link. Mm. Send the link um, that people call, and then you could video in, or you could, if you don't want a video, you could join in and just be on audio. Yeah, you can do this. Yeah, I know Tara actually um, has does some some uh, ghost hunting stuff. So. Interesting. Pepe is sharing a story over here. Pepe, and now so has it. Now Trista, actually. Trista has done a lot of ghost hunting. Really? Hmm. She was going to go to the, um, what's that big hotel that uh, Ramirez was at? Oh, out in L.A. A lot of people have been killed there. Uh, but 
when she was gonna go uh they had bed bugs so they decided not to oh gross uh um, Halloween years ago me and some friends played hide and seek at an old abandoned cemetery from the 50s and we found an old dilapidated church and double as a schoolhouse that had a parabola um, of trees growing all around the schoolhouse a weird not word <laughs> that sounds dope says uh Dave Deadman. It was, says Pepe Potit. Mm. Puppy Sloot. I do ghost hunt, and my house is legit haunted. I think this is Terry again, but I could be wrong. Oh, I thought... Mm. I don't know. Oh, Who's Puppy Tara... Sloot? No, I don't think so, because Tara is just like a few minutes ago asking about Ouija session. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know who Puppy Sloot is. But anyway, Puppy Sloot, yeah. Okay, we'll we'll try to figure this out. Oh no, it is Tara. She updated her name. Oh, okay. She's, she's <laughs> Got it. <laughs> You're saying puppy sloot. I think it's puppy's loot. Oh, no. puppy's loot. Okay. What the fuck is a sloot? <laughs> oh, they're uh, planning a. She's. Uh, I don't know if I should say all this stuff, but uh, anyway, it's cool. Window. Yeah, I mean it's nothing crazy. I don't. I just don't know if I should. You know. She could say it in here. She likes. Uh, updated my username to match all the other profiles because I'm a fool. All right, yeah. very good. It's Puppy's Loot. You are correct. Yes, I figured as much. Right. Puppy's Loot. <laughs> uh, when I came home the other night from from Brooklyn, I was talking to Tara in the bus station. Well, mm -hmm. well, actually, I was talking to her. I was walking around, and then, but I had to hang up on her because. Was, and then I thought she thought I was lying, but I. They have oh, strict what? policy on the bus, on my bus. Like you can't be talking on the cell phone; they'll kick you off. So. Yeah, which I, I'm actually okay with that. Yeah, yeah, no, it's I fine. I just didn't. I just wanted to think. I was just like, oh, I gotta get out of here. I'm going on the bus. Yeah. And hang up on you. Uh, I feel like my place is sometimes haunted as well. Building is old as hell. As the old tenant, wow, killed themselves here. A lot of, a lot of odd th little things happen over the years. Yeah, my well, okay. probably as well. I have two haunted chairs though, that I bought in the presence of Neil. Yes, that's right. Yeah, there was a big, 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 big parking lot flea market. That I don't know if they still have it or not. Right outside of Boston, mm -hmm. a giant parking lot, and every Sunday I think they'd have this in season flea market you know when when they knew it wasn't going to snow and some of it is just like total crap and some of it is like um knockoff brands like stuff that's supposed to be gucci or whatever perfume or whatever and you just know it's like junk and there was this one uh one vendor who had like loads and loads and loads of I don't know antique but old stuff and some of it was really interesting and i saw this pair of chairs they were um like kitchen table metal frame uh wheels on the bottom padded um rust colored fabric really cool and i just got this like i need to get these chairs i have no reason to have these chairs in my home at all none there's no practical purpose to have them here 
but I just got vibes out of them. And then uh, one chair. I don't know. This sounds a little crazy. <laughs> but when I say it, it's very not. It's very like I feel like it's very nonchalant. Like I'm describing uh, like the table next to me. Mm-hmm. That's how I feel when I talk about it. It doesn't seem like whoa. It just feels very. It just is what it is. So um, I was doing some stuff around my home, and I didn't have at the time. I didn't have like a, a real thing to stand on, like any kind of stool or anything. It was a long time ago. I must have not had very much furniture because I used this rolling chair (laughs) but i had it like pretty it was you know i don't have like i had it on carpet it's not very rolly and i was going to do something on it but it really like moved and i felt like the chair thought that was great and i got this vibe that there was some horrible sorry chair horrible old dude who really wanted me to get hurt and even die it is just like Damn. ready to like throw me off and laughing at me being scared and i thought this is this is you know and again i don't know if any of this is real i have no idea i'm just saying it it's like me describing things next to me it feels very natural i, I could be just the, the great imagination at any rate so uh, I was like, wow, this chair is scary. And then I started thinking about the other chair, which is very quiet. And I got this I- idea in my mind of these were the chairs of an older couple that would sit in their kitchen. There was the this guy chair and the woman who was very quiet and like a, the peaceful grandma and I realized that the chairs were not in the same space. There was a chair that I was using to like stand on that was in one room. And then there was a chair in a, in a, a different room that um, they weren't near each other. So now I, I have them so that they're near each other in the table. And it's like in my mind, whether it's real or not, it's like in the presence of the woman chair, the man chair is not horrible. It's like needs to be in the presence of the other chair and then fine. And then I saw, um, cause I didn't really, I wasn't like investigating the appearance of the chair. It's like these chairs are, there's something about them and I got them. And, uh, on the one that is the grandma's chair was like written in crayon, like in little kid writing some, I have to find it. I don't want to misquote the chair, but it was like, wow, that's really really wild so now i have this this pair of chairs that i don't know i don't know i don't know what i would ever do with them i think it would be very difficult to get rid of them Mm. not difficult like i would feel like i would be haunted i would feel bad i don't know puppies loot says you sound very intuitive annabelle thanks and by the way, she had said um, that her she's planning on going to uh, Salem this uh, spring or summer. Nice. It's a good time to go, truly. It's not as chaotic, but it's still a strange place. Like, all the yeah, same I, stuff is still there. Like, all the tourist things are still there. All the walking tours are still there. All the weird, like, 
museum things are still there. Um, it's it's all there. It's just you don't have the mass crowds. There's still tourists that come. Like you can see, sure, there's but, always tourists. Uh, during the October one, it's like really insane. Oh, and, uh, yeah, I mean, I think it's a once in a lifetime experience just to be in Salem for Halloween. Sure. Uh, but, but you you're gonna have a bet you're gonna have a better chance of actually seeing Salem. Which museums are the best? I personally think the museums are kind of cheesy. The walking tours are awesome though. We so really had a great time on the walking tour. There's a lot of I need to find out. Uh, I have a friend that does a, well. It's like a Facebook friend, so it's like someone that I know but I don't like hang out with, and I I'll find out their tour because they're great. Um, yeah, walking tour for sure. The one, yeah, Neil was saying the one Neil and I did was very, um, very thoughtful about, uh, these, these quote unquote witches and what happened to them and very respectful of, of the, that history. It wasn't like, um, it didn't feel like it was, uh, exploitation at all of history it felt like very very respectful of of the terrible things that had happened in in the history of the area um but it was great i mean it's kind of you know it's sad but that's what it is so um there is a really good art museum which i don't know if it has any relevance to salem the peabody essex museum sometimes they'll have stuff that's relevant to the area um and depends on the time of the year there's like Lots of little shops. There's uh, cool. There's lots of great dining. There's um, there's a lot of music. It's a very it's very culturally rich. It's small. It's not like a big city. It's very small, but there's a lot of cultural richness there. So yeah, it's a pretty sweet little town. And there's a lot of cute little towns around it too. Beverly is great. So yeah, there's a little Salem thing. Have I if this is I don't know if this is directed directly to me about getting my shoulder touched. I don't know if I've felt I'm trying to think back if I've ever felt anything and I don't want to. Here's a photo from the walking tours. Oh, uh, they have these benches that have uh, the different uh, people that were hung as witches because people actually weren't burned at the stake. But they were hung, and some people were crushed, which sounds really horrible. Yeah. I can't remember his name, but it was a man who was he was pressed. Mm-hmm. So he was... Um, it was over had, days. Like, yeah. And they just add, you know, there was... I don't know if it was a like a slab over him. It was some kind of slab and just add stones to it bit by bit until he died, you know, until he got crushed. Um, it was a really, very really sad time in history. Hmm. Imagine if they had internet, how wildfire it would be for things like that to happen. But that's a whole other rabbit hole. Um, and something they did bring into the tour as well. That was a, that was before COVID, um, before a lot of things, but just the idea of, witch hunts and how they happen and what goes on in the brain washing and on and on and on 
Um, yeah, no shoulder touch. Neil, I'm assuming you will not have anything to report about feeling touched by anything. No, I do not. You had your, so you had your um, tree demon experience. Yes. You've been around for the Ouija board thing. Mm -hmm. You were telling me some family stuff the other day. Have right. you had any other things happen to you that would even maybe, like there's a lot of maybes that would maybe, maybe be something? Not to me personally, no. What about your brother? Um, I don't think so. Uh, we, we I don't know where the hell he is. He should be on here yeah, sometimes. But I miss Troy. Um, I was trying to find some pictures of Salem, of us in Salem, but it's hard to find it. Um, yeah, not that I can think of. About your mom. Yeah, I, th I think uh, a lot of the, my uh, family from uh, when they were back in uh, Pennsylvania. This has this weird, like, say, because it's from Time Hop, but uh, this was a cool picture from Salem yeah, on Halloween. That was good. I was an evil dentist. The whole costume is really cool. That was a good one. I don't think yeah. I could fit in that anymore. Oh, well, it was a long time ago. Anyway, yeah, um, no, not really, but I, I would be, it would be fun to uh, talk to people about it. Yeah, there's a lot of people out there who've had different kinds of experiences. I've definitely had experiences, but I can't think of any, and I'm putting it out there to anything that's here right now, please don't touch me. I don't want to be touched. I don't need that experience. I'm not looking for that proof. I don't I don't want that. Alright. Um yeah, yeah. To the to the ghost or otherwise. Yeah, I don't need that. Or no. like the Spanish donkey. I love old school medieval Spanish torture. Donkey. Oh my goodness. I can't even I can I, remember... I only imagine drawn and quartered, but I don't think that's what that is. What is when this? I... Donkey. When I went to uh, medieval times when I, I was 16, mm -hmm. and um, so I was out in California, medieval times, and that was a fun thing. But uh, also part of that, for it was only a couple of dollars border, they actually had a torture museum. And it had all these weird torture devices from uh, medieval times, and that was pretty cool. It's crazy. It's like, on the one hand, it's really cool, and on the other hand, it's like, holy shit. Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's like... Yeah, it's crazy. But it's like same thing with horror movies. It's like on the one on the one hand you're watching something that's like you, you know, if you di di distance yourself intellectually. Well, I mean, yeah, it's like uh, Dead Girl, like we're saying it's a great movie, but it's also hard yeah. to watch and it's not yeah. like, you know, you'd, you'd be watching and be like, hell yeah, you know. If you would, there's probably something wrong with you. Yeah. I didn't ask her about that. I was thinking about, you know, are there any, has she had any experiences with people, even if it's not directly heard about it, saw about it on the internet or whatever, people like actually, like, I don't know, looking at it uh, more lightly than people should, like finding it funny or 
sexy or something like that. Ugh. A razor studded saddle. They straddle you to ooh, and every day add weights to each side of your foot. Oh my god! And split you in half. Fuck. Damn. What what is wrong with humans? We're horrible. God. I remember uh, watching uh, some interviews with people who escaped uh, North Korea. Yeah. And like, you know, and this is modern day stuff and they do a lot of horrible torture to their citizens. Yeah. yeah. Humans are awful. It's funny hearing people say things were better. And it's like, no, they weren't. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry I called you Puppy Salute. I do kind of like Puppy Salute. Funny. Yeah, I kind of like it as well. I have to say Puppy Salute. I don't know what a salute is, but... um, Yeah, definitely. And I think that there's also just people who don't even... I don't even... Some people, I think, don't even hate. It's like they have this neutrality. They just want to have control and power and there's like a gross careless well, it's sort of like in De uh, dead girl too it's it's like you know dehumanization so it's not even necessarily hate it's, it's yeah it can be hate yeah for sure but but uh, if you if people oh, haven't seen it i'd AJ. recommend uh seeing dead girl by the way i am so thrilled aj you have i'm glad you're here because uh earlier in the show just not even, right before you got here, really, we were talking about Suburban Screams and that neither of us have seen it. And I read like a little IMDb thing that was really like a very damning and not especially well-written review. So I'm very curious about anyone's thoughts about this show. Um, the person that did that review was saying it's like, a, how do they put it, Neil, if you recall? Uh, not good. Yeah, it was like a like a crime reenactment. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh my god, they do a different one, but it's a pyramid spike. <gasps> yeah. Uh, imagine the sloop being like a sled that drags puppies. Well, how about that? They're yeah, like a bunch of puppies in a sled, like they're all connected, and they go Wee! going down the puppy sloop. <laughs> I miss sledding. I used to go sledding a lot. Maybe you should go sledding. I always think about it every time it's new. Well, I don't have a sled. It used to be a great sled park uh, at the top of Massachusetts in Amesbury where you would go. They had kind of like not ski lifts, they had like you. It was like a tall. Well, I used to go to when I was a little kid, I went to Lake Winnipesaukee, which you did actually go up a uh, ski lift, but I think went down sledding. No, you went. Oh. This was during the uh, off season, so you'd go up uh, on the ski lift, and instead of skiing, I forget what they called them. Alpine but you slide. Went, what was it alpine slides? Alpine slide, yeah, down nice. like concrete slide, and you go yes! like a toboggan kind of deal, and yeah, that was a good time. Dude, too. amazing! I the only place that I knew that did that was called Atatash, and it was so awesome. And I don't think they run them anymore. It was mm. really depressing. Yeah, I don't know if they still do this or not. Lake Winnipesaukee, I don't know if that was it. Yeah. It's either Maine, New Hampshire, I forget. That's in New Hampshire. Okay. Yeah, good. I bought a raccoon skin cap, an actual, a real one. And then my uh, cat ripped it apart. Oh, 
She probably had fun. Thought it was. Probably did. I'll enjoy it. Yeah. Um, sledding. But well, oh, so sledding. Um, I used to, I used to go up in the state forest because yeah. there's uh, the roads up there. They don't actually plow in the winter, oh. and so there's two of them, uh, Road M and Road D that we would use. So we renamed them Daredevil Hill and Murder Mountain. For M and D, uh, and so they're big hills, but they're roads, so they're completely clear. Yeah. And then you got the snow, and it's perfect to go sledding because yeah. any other road, you know, obviously they're going to plow. I wonder if that still exists. Do you think those are still? They're still there. Or? I don't know if they if they don't plow them anymore. But yeah, I've, mm -hmm. I mean, I've been to them not that long ago, on my walks up in the state forest. Well, I think we should sled. Yeah, I need a slid. Oh, fun. They're cheap. Yeah, yeah. And if yeah. you go to a place, like, if you go to, so the place I was talking about, um, you get a tube, you rent a tube, and then your your tube, you just would hold on to this. It'd be time so that you would, like, you would sit in your tube, and it would be attached to this thing, and it would pull you up the hill. So there'd just be a line of people in their tubes just going up like an escalator, basically. And you get to the top and you, you pick your lane and you wait in the line and then you can go down by yourself or you can go down like with other people. And it was amazing. It was like you're so high up and the, the lanes are really, really wide and you go down. And one time I went down by myself and I ended up sometimes you'll spin so that you're facing the wrong way. Mm -hmm. And so there I am, I'm facing the wrong way. You can't really do anything about it. And I'm watching the scenery like pass in front of me because I'm facing backwards. And all of a sudden I feel something like I hit something. And then I see this toddler launch over my head <laughs> because I unintentionally hit a child. Oh, damn. Why was he there? They should not have been there. That is so on the parents. F the, you know, yeah. Exactly. I so, bruised my ribs sledding up the state forest, but that wasn't down the hill because then when you get a little older, we start, we would just go sledding down the, into in the woods because it's more dangerous oh. and cool. But, and then I wrapped <laughs> around a tree and I actually thought Yikes. I was dying, but it was, it was not pleasant. Oh my God. I couldn't breathe. Yeah, you must have the wind knocked out of you. Yeah, then it was, uh, I bruised my ribs, so they were uh, very painful for a long time. Oh, my God. Pepe is telling us more about this torture stuff over here. Right. He's a torture right. machine over here. Right? Very knowledgeable. Uh, the, the whole donkey thing. Is this just what he does in his spare time? A big pyramid spike. If you're the male, the spike goes in your butt, and females got it in the cooter. And I haven't heard that in a while, and that makes me laugh. Um, likes it because the inventor of the Spanish bull, which is like a bull, a big old full-size barbecue pit that they stick a human in and cook him while alive. Oh my god! And when they scream, it sounds, this continues, when they scream, it sounds like a bull because they're trapped inside. Oh my god. But what kind of barbecue? Whoa, it says the inventor use? of that was the first one in the torture device. 
Does that mean that that person became a victim of their own device? Were they like, you're so evil, let's burn you? Like, I'm curious. It's crazy. Yikes. It takes wow. all kinds of critters to make Farmer Vincent's fritters. Damn. But no, I don't want to make light of this. It's very bad. It is very bad. Mm-hmm. It's very bad, and what do you do? But that's karma, though, if you're inventing this horrible thing, and then you end up inside of it. Mm. Crazy. Crazy, crazy. So, um, AJ went away. AJ, I want to know about the Carpenter Show. He's pissed. He's Maybe like, he's what are you guys talking about? It's the greatest show that's ever been made. Maybe he's writing something up for us to know. Or maybe he's not, and he just went away. But that would be very brief, and I would be bummed out because AJ yeah. was here for like five minutes. What else is happening? Horror news. We're we're not prepared. Bloody disgust. So uh, a week, uh, not this, well, this weekend is Severed Limbs. Next weekend is the 12-hour horror movie marathon mm-hmm. at Coolidge after midnight. Coolidge after midnight. Horror till the dawn. So it'll be a 12-hour marathon. Uh, midnight till noon. All them witches. And it's uh, we know three of the movies. Blair Not Witch. Four of the movies. Yeah, Correct. five actually. If if, really? if if the hints are actual real hints, but we know for sure Blair Witch, Rosemary's Baby, and Suspiria, the original Suspiria. And then one of the other, the one of them was awful, and we were just yeah, The Conjuring, just oh. like a real. That's like too basic for. Yeah, come I on. say no. That's just the two. That's like the basic. Of, that's like the most basic movie you could get. Yeah, it's like I don't know. I like having. I get that like Rosemary's Baby people have seen it and stuff, but it's like a masterpiece film, right? Yeah, Conjuring then, is like just the. That's like what mainstream people think of as horror movies. Yeah, this is an opportunity. Like, there's. I mean, I'm sure there's going to be things throughout this, sprinkled throughout this, that will be more rare but that is something that is cool about those is there are some rare things that are rare or things you might not have had the opportunity to see in theater like the black and white 13 ghosts was really cool you want to know the other one they have a hint too which is actually a movie i really like what house of the devil tom noonan tom noonan mary warnov Big fan of Mary Warnoff and Tom Noonan. So if that's actually on the show, I'll be very excited because I've never seen it on the big screen either. No. I like that movie. I like it a lot. That's that's what started Ty West, who went on then to make um, X and... Uh, Pearl. Pearl. Yeah, big, he's big time now. But uh, that was... Uh, honestly, actually, way, way back in the early... It wasn't that... Well, whenever that movie came out, I remember um, they sent us... An autograph poster, I believe, to give out on the show. Oh, that's very cool. Mm-hmm. So someone out there got one. What Tom Noonan's up to? I don't know. I, I, maybe we can get Tom back on if he's, he's got something. Cool 
I really enjoyed him. He was a very, yeah. very intense man. Mm-hmm. He definitely loves film. He loves cinema. That was... Um, Puppy Slew did James Wan's Dates Makeup at the at the Conjuring premiere. Really? Yeah. So I guess we can't we can't badmouth the movie now. Why? She did makeup. (laughs) (laughs) Very much connected. Did you hear about this alien Romulus thing? The what? Alien Romulus. What do we have? Wait. Uh, he says you guys are lucky to have such a rad theater nearby that shows all that stuff. We have one, but all they do is yuppie bullshit. <laughs> Snooty events. Snooty events. Oh, I'm so curious about what those are. I don't think Pepe... we have snooty events, do we? No, not really. Pepe Potit's birthday is Tuesday. Oh, well, happy early birthday. I hope you have a good day. Happy birthday to Pepe. Happy birthday to Pepe. Happy birthday, dear Pepe. Happy birthday to you. I need to learn to play this. It's not just strumming. With no chords. I have one out back somewhere, too. Yeah. Duets of bad music. Emotional Chili was the name of our band. Oh, my God. (gasps) Wow. That's crazy. Good memory, Mm -hmm. man. Emotional Chili. We bought those uh, for people out there. We bought the... uh, Well, I bought mine, and then I think Amber got hers a little bit later, uh, when we were in Woodstock. Yes. I'm so glad you did that. I always, I'm always pushing things on you, but I think at the end of the day, you were happy. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I'm very peer pressured. Suburban screams from AJ did have reenactments, but they weren't horrible. Some of the episodes were actually scary. All right, I want to know for sure. I'm very, like Neil was saying, I don't even know what. John Carpenter's involvement is if it's just his name on the label. I don't know. Alien Romulus. Yeah. <laughs> That's that. more than two years ago, but it's definitely more than two years ago. It's a cool picture. It is. Alien Romulus, the upcoming addition to the classic horror sci-fi alien film franchise wrapped production over the summer and now director Fede Alvarez has given fans some insight into the way he approached the project. Uh, There's a social media uh, post that shows the Don't Breathe an Evil Dead filmmaker drew on extensive alien related research volumes including comic books and video games that influenced his approach to the 20th century studio movie. He does have H.R. Geiger, Giger, sorry, I'm, I, it's old habits die hard. Some H.R. Giger cool. arts. Um, yeah, so he's got a diverse, I'm sure he's seen the movies, like that would be just silly. Um, I, I refuse yeah, to Marvel aliens, movie. all kinds of stuff. I yeah, like his evil, De- I like his evil dead remake. I, I think yeah. don't breathe is a good movie. So it's start. It's slated for a an August sixteenth, twenty twenty four theatrical release. It was written by Rodo 
Sayagues, and stars Kaylee Spaney, Isabella Merced, David Johnson, Archie Renault, Spike Fern, and Eileen Wu. I, if I did not pronounce those correctly, I apologize. Um, Ridley Scott, who helmed the original 1979 Alien, is producing the feature. Hmm. I think that's meaningful. I'm down. The film is under wraps at this point, but reported that the storyline follows a group of young people on a distant world who find themselves in a confrontation with the most terrifying life form in the universe. There we go. So I, I that. cool. Cool and not cool. It's like I just scrolled down and I saw this thing about the actor strike. So, yeah, that's true. Yeah, so then I just wonder about that. I don't know. Yeah, hopefully that's over and not just over, but hopefully you know people get what they're uh, wanting. Yeah, because I'm seeing Alien TV series shuts down thanks to actor strike. That was in August of this year. That if FX Alien TV had started production in Thailand despite SAG after strike, but then um, the picket lines were honored and they stopped. I don't know. It's a good time to be into indie cinema, though, because there's all this stuff yeah, going on. Tons of good not stuff. Be disheartened because there's some really, really great stuff out there. I mean, just, just so often I see people say, oh, there's no good horror movies, and all they ever do is like mention like some re like all this Halloween remake or, you know. Yeah. And it's like, well, don't watch that stuff. Go, There's all kinds of other stuff you can watch. And they yeah. say there's nothing original. Look, I get they do a lot of remakes and, and sequels to movies. But there, is, there are tons of original movies out there. And not even, like, I know there's a lot of complaints about A24 stuff. And that's not all there is. It's not like, here's no, your choice. No, I think a lot of that's just good anyway. But yeah. Halloween remake. I like A24, but I know there are a lot of people who don't like it. There is so much stuff out there. Yeah. Which can make it hard to find, for sure. Um, because, like Neil said, not all the festival stuff makes it to the mainstream right. but uh, a lot of it um a lot of it is more accessible than it's probably more accessible now than it's ever been with uh tubi and shutter and yes even a lot of that stuff gets uh, uh, uh at least uh uh, uh at least it's, some of it gets to the theater you know a lot of stuff would never even get to the theater not that long okay. oh oh yeah the sadness i'm a big fan yes no, that's a yeah, that's a that's a pretty graphic film. When I had the director on, he didn't seem to think it was graphic at all. But I don't really? know what's up with that dude. But yeah, I like it. One of my favorite from, movies of of uh, that year. This is an Asian movie, but it was directed by a not Asian person, right? Right. Yeah, it was weird because I assumed because the Korean movie's Korean and um, uh, Taiwanese. Taiwan. There we go. And he's yeah, he's a white guy from Canada, which is fine, but it was not what I expected. Yeah, which is fine. I mean, it was a cool oh, and the villain's awesome in it. Well, you know, this very this is a few villains, but like the main, uh, the main man, the main yeah. uh, infected guy. Yeah, who's it? Su Xiang Wang plays creepy businessman. A creepy man. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll be back next week too. I'm try. I'm trying to get a witch guest on. Oh, cool. Any any uh, motion there? 
Not as of yet. I sent out some some feelers, mm-hmm. uh, some emails. Um, if I knew for sure House of the Devil was playing, I, I would try to get Mary Warnov on. I'm a big mm-hmm. fan, or or anyone from the movie. But um, I did a. I the only time I ever talked. Well, I talked to her a couple of times, but the only time I uh, like a video, or whatever. It was um, rock and roll. What is it? What is the movie? Rock and roll high school reunion. And uh, she was great. I've always been a fan of hers. And she's not in a lot of stuff anymore. But mm-hmm. uh, I think she'd be an awesome guest on the show if she, if she would even do it. Very nice. But uh, I would like to get try to get someone from uh, the original Suspiria on the show. Although I think, ta- I think with the time difference, it might be tough. Nah. They love it. They're thrilled. They're, they're good to go. They'll be here. Right. Those people do, do they travel around all the time. They can do it. They got yes, they, they got it. They up to one AM and do it. Yes. Absolutely. Have you seen audition? Pepe is asking about audition. I have seen it. I have not, I have to admit. Really? I've not I have not seen a lot of Asian horror movies. There's some real good stuff out there. I will have to admit though, I've heard about audition for a bajillion years and always told it's so great you'll love it you'll love it and i didn't watch it until uh my most recent like intense period of time where i was just slamming down as much asian horror into my eyeballs as possible it's just yeah i was i was just like that was my that was that thing at that moment and it was uh it was quite excellent not to check it out korean horror series is you gotta watch that hair movie, man. It's the best X Day. I love that. You will love the villain so much. He's a weirdo. Oh, oh! I was thinking the the old like uh, the like the uh, the old musical. I was like, why are you what? talking about that hair? You know, long no, as I can no. grow it, my hair. No, 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 not that. That's a great musical. Yeah, I'm a fan of musicals, but yeah. yeah no, I remember you telling me this now. It sounded very creepy. Yes. And funny. It's got it all. It's got the woman from uh, Kill Bill. Why well, I can't remember what they call her, but she, it's the like super badass Asian. Hmm. Okay. And the, the kids. Uh, yeah. Okay, I'll check this out. She's, it, it's just fantastic. It is. There's so many different levels. For people that didn't hear it, the, the name of the film... Japanese is Exte. It's E X T E. There is another hair extension Asian movie. They're not the same movie. They're not. That they're not. It's not even close. But it's sad because if you try to find it, you might find that other one. Okay. E X T E. Actually, uh, a fan of the show sent me this. I haven't mm-hmm. watched it yet. Violence Jack. What is that? It's, it's like some kind of horror anime. Let's see. Violence Jack. <laughs> Kill or be killed. Yeah, I, I, I'm not... Uh, I hate to say this, Golgo13 out there, but I'm not a big anime fan, but I will check this out since you sent it. Anime. Maybe, it will, maybe it will change my mind. It's very hit or miss. Violence Jack. 
Oh, wow, it's really long. Oh. It's like three hours. Maybe it's a show or something. I don't know. I'll check it out, though. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. Also, someone was... Someone um sent me money to rent some stupid-ass movie. What? Um... The Water Boy. Like, I don't want to watch the fucking Water Boy. Another movie? Yeah. <laughs> what? I'm really confused. Someone sent you money to watch the Water Boy. Yeah, they sent me ten dollars to wa- to go and rent and watch the Water Boy. This can't be named. This person? Yeah, John Brown. John Brown sent John me Brown. ten bucks. I like John Brown. But I don't know why he thinks I really need to see the Water Boy. He's a without your head or an in your head person. He like he both shows. October eighteenth, one day ago, was an article that Freddy Krueger's iconic glove. Does that seem like something I want to watch? The Water Boy, irrelevant to anything I do. You hate Adam Sandler. Well, he's from New England, just like you. So I'm not a fan. I'm sorry to interrupt what you're saying. No, you're fine. Um, you were still talking about the water boy, so I think maybe I interrupted you. Hmm. And for that, I apologize. What's wrong with the water boy? Nothing. I don't know. I've never seen it. I just don't really have any intention to watch it. That's all. I did like uh, Hubie Halloween. Hmm. Very cute. It was an I Adam like, Sandler, um, but it's definitely an Adam Sandler comedy. There's no yeah. question. But I really liked it. It was adorable. I probably wouldn't, but that's fine. That's fine. I know I'm not out there telling people don't watch it. I just uh, yeah, you are. come on now. No, I try not to tell. I try not to talk people out of liking what they like. But if I if I know it's not for me, I'm probably just gonna avoid. I don't go see Transformers. I don't go see Fast and Furious movies because I know they're not for me. But I don't sit around and tell people, other people not to watch them. That's how I feel about comic movies. Farusa, uh, for, how do you say your name? Farusa, 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 Farusa Bolt. Is Bay ba- 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 in that movie? She's beautiful. Love the rage that <laughs> comes out when... Right? He Adam gets so Sandler. bent about Adam Sandler. Adam Sandler. <laughs> See? Look! Why is this so bad? There's some kind of like deep youth experience of Adam Sandler. You're rubbing your eyes like crazy. There's some kind of like tick going on right now. Jeez, of all the things. What? Why would anyone? I'm talking about the sadness and dead girl and uh, all these crazy ass movies. And they're like, oh, I know. He would really like to watch The Water Boy. Well, you like other, you say all the time how you like all kinds of movies. Yeah, Taxi Driver and Goodfellas. <laughs> Not the water boy. Oh my goodness. Mm. Wow. Oh man. Now even even Puppy Sloot. She's gonna turn on me. She's like, God, oh, that's my favorite role of hers in Waterboy for some I have seen multiple Adam Sandler movies, but I have actually not seen the Waterboy. Don't tell John Brown. He's gonna. He's gonna be like, here. Here's the money. Go see what. Now I have to go see it. What? Do I have to send him back the ten bucks? You can give me the ten dollars and I'll watch it. 
we could probably both buy it for what? Uh, probably, it's probably just streaming everywhere. It's like forty year old movie. What? Maybe that can be our new challenge movie. We'll both see Waterboy and talk about it. Just like Smurfs and what was the other? We saw Trolls or something. Right? <laughs> no, I, well, I don't know. We, we did see Smurfs. Smurfs was a, that's a weird review out there because we're too. like all we're like all hopped up on something. Alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> I won't sell. I don't get high, Sloop. And start calling you Sloop. <laughs> I'm not. I don't get high like that, my friend. I'm not. A, I'm. I. It does not. It's not effective. And I gave up. There's only so many times you can try. So many ways you can try. I'm like, I'm done trying this. I'm, I don't need this. I can do that. I'll give you that. I can get high on life and watch it. There's a lot of things. Neil and I used to talk about this that, like, I don't know what's up with our brains, but we can enjoy a lot of stuff. Other people, like, you need to be high to see it. So, like, Brazil. Great movie. Totally do not need to be high to watch it. Yeah, I'm, like, stopping oh, frustrated. No. Not a safe combination. <laughs> What you do you? Here, here we are <laughs> after watching Smurfs. That was in Southie. Fucking <laughs> donuts. We, we, yeah. we were out for like two days, I think that day. <laughs> what did I have to write on my face? We we both put. Um, oh, we were being rude. Fail. Yeah. It wasn't anything too bad. No. <laughs> I don't know why don't why did we I don't know why we wore white hoodies though. I don't remember what the reference was. Um was it Smurfs? I don't think Smurfs. Oh no, it. there was some political campaign going on and we were making Oh money. yeah, it was everyone took those photos, yeah. I remember. Yeah. We were we were being trolls. What? Me a we troll? Were. That was a definite troll. <laughs> it was. What's happening? What? What? Look at that nice hat you've got there. <laughs> That's a nice photo. Yeah. I forget where that was. That was at the Mexican place in Beverly. It's oh, okay. where the um, I don't think they were there that day. Um, uh, it was the place where they did the mariachi band. Hmm. I don't think they mariachi at that time. No, we, we we have a video where they're doing the mariachi, though. Yeah. I think yeah, we use it actually. In the, uh... It's very true. Oh, my God. Brazil's literally the world now. Yeah, it's pretty much yeah. right. Oh, he's so great. Yeah, it's one of my favorites. Evil. What is going on over here? Um, what is this? Ernest scared. Stu Ernest scared stupid is really cute. I saw that in the theater. That means anything to anybody. It was a long time ago, but I liked it. Do you watch Ernest P. Worrell, Neil? I know who he is, but I've, ne I've never seen it. I've never seen an Ernest movie. Either. You haven't? I've um, seen uh, Adam Sandler movies. I've never seen an Ernest movie. Ernest is something I don't know if you can start as an adult. I don't. I don't need to. I'm sure he's fine. <laughs> I'm sure he's funny and he's hilarious. But I, I don't. I don't need. I don't need uh, 
Yeah, I've got enough. I got enough. I'm sure you know he's Ernest has enough fans out there to keep him going. John Howard. Yeah, I'm sure that I'm sure he. Uh, yeah, he probably has the the Criterion collection of all the Ernest movies right next to I his box. John Howard and his right next to his box set of, right next to his box set of Police Academy. Major Dad. Major Dad. Major Dad. Have you ever seen Ernest do Shakespeare? No. Is he Jim Varney when he's doing it, or is he playing the role of Ernest? He's really funny. He's great. No, Wacko whack Bob. Back with Bob, I, um, What was it called? It was called... I gotta look this up. It was like, I thought I was having like some kind of fever dream moment. I will sometimes put Tubi on to fall asleep to. And Tubi will just take whatever you're watching and guess what you might like next. AI. What? That's AI. Is it? Well, AI brought me to Frankenstein General Hospital. <laughs> now, fuck the wa fuck water boy. I I'll watch Frankenstein General Hospital. Frankenstein General Hospital. I was intrigued. I was intrigued. The mad doctor puts together a new body by using body parts he steals at the mortuary. That's nothing abnormal. All right, I'm going to send you a picture of Frankenstein. And this is a pretty great, it's kind of a, a pretty great picture. Here. He's Jim Varney doing it. And at Royal Shakespeare Company Good. Why can't I get a picture of That's this? from Puppy Sloot. Sloot. I guess that's a question, is can I say sleut? It's a very different thing than puppy sleut. But I like sleut. I like it, too. Yeah, it's unique. Puppy sleut is also unique. I wonder, what, what is, where does puppy sleut come from? Now I, I want to know the puppy story. Let's see if I can. She has a puppy named Tweak. It must named be his loot. Oh. I'm going to send you this um, Frankenstein. Frankenstein General Hospital. Now that now that now that's a movie for that people want to see. Yeah. Made it up for some piece reason people get people get freaked out. Why? What do they think I'm that means? Some issues here with Facebook. I One, get a notification you sent me some, but nothing comes up. What? You not have an image that came through? No, just the, the last thing I have is that is the face coming through the elastic. I, I'm having a lot of issues with it in general right now. So hmm. I don't think it's just your... Uh... Interesting. Well, I don't know. I don't know. Facebook's been problematic for me lately. Yeah. The it was really bad on my, on my oh. other computer. People you get... guys are so nice. Aww. Aww. People get offended by puppies loot. I don't know if that means some secret expression that I'm unaware of. But it seems pretty. I say you slap them around. <laughs> A pouty pit bull puppy with the whole puppies loot thing, and people take it. How do they take it wrong? Puppies loot. What is it supposed to mean? I'm sitting here trying to think. Now there's a bunch of I know silly people in the chat. I don't know. 
Hmm. Well, I say screw those people. Yep. Oh, well, those people are dumb. That's clearly not how you spell that. People think it's like puppy slut. Oh, my those lord. So it's the people don't know how to spell? I guess sometimes when things like that happen, though, and people act stupid like that, then you know to weed them out and just be like, goodbye. I just made a hand gesture, as if you can see me. Yeah, it was a goodbye gesture. Of... I, this is, I was going to flick him away. Oh. That would be cool. It would be very nice to get together. Sloot would like to meet us for dinner sometime. Let's do it. Do it. Do it. I can't believe you don't have this Frankenstein. He's cute. Frankenstein was a friend of mine. I probably have it on my phone. Yeah, my phone's working. Is that going to be effective? I don't know. Oh my god! Oh, this is this is this a former guest of the show. Yeah. See. Pretty great, right? Yeah, I guess that works fine, don't it? Yeah. So now you know. It's very weird. It goes between color and black and white. And I only was able to see uh, because I had to get ready for work. I woke mm -hmm. up. I'm like, what the, what the fuck is this? Um, so I'm very curious because I apparently seen, uh, judging from the photos I'm seeing on IMDb, I was in very, very early. So, yeah, it's weird. Coming for us. Thank you for the kind vibes. Of course, yeah. Well, uh, there's lots of good food. Uh, when you're out in Salem, that would be a good time to. Yeah. Freddy Krueger's iconic glove from Nightmare on Elm Street on sale. At, I thought Prop Store died, didn't it? I don't know. Oh. Well, Prop Store has it. Someone wanting to buy a gift here. I'll put it right up here. Where is it? Current bid is already a staggering hundred thousand dollars, and it's only expected to rise until the auction's closure on November 9th. Those eager to catch a glimpse or place a bid can visit Prop Store's website, which is propstoreauction.com. What are you doing, man? This is really interesting. Hmm. All catalog items. I wonder what other kinds of crazy shit they're auctioning. I don't know why I have so many bizarre things that sitting around here. Baby what puppet from Adam's family values. Oh really? Yes. Estimate starting bid is two thousand pounds. Damn. Yeah. I know uh VC Dupree uh recently sold his uh head that gets knocked off by Kane Hodder, Jason Voorhees. Yeah. Alien editor Terry Rawlings heavily annotated script. That would be pretty cool to see all the thoughts that this person put into. Mm -hmm. Like I would think I would think that would be fascinating. Would I pay uh eight thousand pounds? Probably not. The estimate and it's not gone yet. The estimated uh uh, value is between eight and sixteen thousand pounds. Nifty stuff, though. Well, I won't be buying any of this, but for people out there into this, yeah. it is pretty. It, but it, you yeah. know, it's all one of a kind stuff. There's a lot of alien stuff. 
I wonder who owned all the alien stuff that they're getting rid of it. Yeah, because it's a lot. A lot, a lot. Alien versus Predator, model miniature. There's all kinds of things. Chestburster with detachable tail from the 2004 Alien vs. Predator. It's crazy. See no <laughs> evil, hear no evil, see no evil here from uh, Pepe. Mm. This is so interesting. So this is 72 pages worth of uh, prop stuff. And each page probably has like 20 things on it. It's in alphabetical order. Oh, they've got a throw mama from the train. Hell yeah. Now that's a good Now Dream, that's a comedy I'll watch. Dream sequence mama bowling pin. Now that is a thing. I can Hell get yeah. that. That's a great movie. Great movie. Thunderbirds. My God, there's so much crazy shit here. I wish we could uh, show it on the screen and scroll it. Titanic Life Vest. What's the website? Propstoreauction.com. Prop. Propstoreauction.com. Yeah. Pair of Ewok hands. This seems really cheap. 600 pounds currently for Ewok hands? I think that's pretty cool. I'm not going to buy it, but that's pretty sweet to me. All right. Oh. Show me where you want me to go here. I don't know. Go down to the... What What kind of thing do you want to find? Thunderbirds Oops. are creepy puppets. Yes, Pepe. I did not like that show. I only had that show on as a kid when I got up too early for Saturday morning cartoons and had to watch something. The hell is this? Scary doll? That's not a scary doll. Where's the scary no, doll? No, I clicked it and this stupid shit came up. Oh. Yeah, look at this. Yikes. Yee. Second chance offers. Well, think of a movie you'd actually want anything from. Oh, you got aliens. Who is this dude? Look at this guy. Where? Oh. There's a Chucky down there. From Back to the Future. <laughs> old Biff. What is it? The old... Man, 10 grand for that? <laughs> Look at this, though. Here's the head from the thing. I think I'm not seeing what you're looking at. Are you mousing oh, over it? Yeah, it's just not it's not working. Oh, it was working, so I don't know what happened. Oh, that's too bad. They might have something on there so you can't uh Oh. Mm. I know like uh some sites you can't take screenshots of videos and stuff. Hmm. Let's see. Maniac. We've got the shining. Kubrick's hand annotated shooting script. How much do you think that's going for in pounds? Um, I don't know. How much is it? It the estimate value is between thirty and sixty thousand. Damn, I actually would not have guessed that. Really? For the shining? I know, but it's a script, Damn. you said. I know, but I it's his hand annotated script. It's the one he used. He held. He cradled. 
I should have saved nope. my uh, end zone two script that Why'd I wrote on. Threw it away. Why would you do that? You're it was crazy. This paper that I printed out. Crazy. Hmm. Well. Yeah, I don't know, folks. I mean, uh. I'm getting very tired, I have to admit. I've been up, uh, and I know you're up very early, too, but I've been up uh, early, so I, mm -hmm. I don't want to be a pain. But we'll be back next week, and Severed Limbs is this Sunday. Yeah. It'll be a good time. I would like to think it will be. And there's Better a whole be. bunch of cool videos you can watch of us from Brooklyn Horror Film Festival, interviews, and us uh, talking about the movies. Oh, do they have Dr. Hill's head from Reanimator? I'm going to take a quick look. That would be so sweet. If they have anything from Reanimator, I'd be very surprised. Hmm. I don't know. Brian used them. Maybe he sells some stuff to make a board game. Dr. Carl, that's not available anymore, but it was. Dr. Carl Hill's severed head. Oh my god. Winning bid was what? I have to log in. I don't I don't fucking think so. I ain't doing that. View details. See. It was sold in November 3rd, 2022. Jesus. I have to log in to see the winning bid. That but there is an estimate of value. What do y'all think the value in pounds of Carl Hill's severed head? Um, 10,000 pounds. I, I'm hoping Dave will, will say. You said um, severed limbs is 5 p.m. EST, right? Yes, 5 p.m. Eastern. Dave, what do you That's think? Uh, 2 p.m. for uh, Puppy Sloot. She's on the West Coast. Well, I don't know if, if Dave has a number in mind. But you How are... How much were you willing to pay, Dave Deadmans? Well, it, Neil dramatically underbid. Damn. Because the estimate is between 20,000 and 30,000 pounds for that head. Damn, give yes. me the head. It's crazy. Give me the head of Dr. Hill. It's crazy. You can recreate the greatest, uh, maybe my favorite sex scene in horror film history. Oh, my God. That is terrible. It's fantastic. Jeez. It's pretty funny to see it as a prop. But anyway, all right, so we'll let you all go. Been good to be here. Sorry, I'm. Uh... Yeah, I had a great time. This really was a very fun show. Puppy Sloot yeah. says, uh, "Great show tonight." Thank you so much. It was a Thanks. lovely to have everyone here. Yeah. She said you were very uh, cute tonight. Oh, it's helpful to be still. Didn't <laughs> have a picture of my choosing. Uh, good night, Aaron Pepe Petit. Thank you. Not, uh... Well, I, I it would still exist somewhere. We just need to track it down, Dave. Why is he not a fan of British pounds currency? It's strange. Um, um, 
What does everyone want? Oh, yes. That's what. Al Snow would come out. He'd have head. And he'd say, What does everyone want? And everyone would yell head. He'd shake the head. Oh, my God. What does everyone need? But I have this styrofoam head actually over here because I keep this mask on it. Neil's like, I want to go to bed. Let me show you all my things. Well, I'll just explain why you said that. <laughs> what is that? The Ult- Ultimo Dragon Mask. Oh, oh my. Oh my dear. Oh. Hmm. Pretty rocking. Maybe I could wear this. Most uh, luchadors not have facial hair. Um, some do, but Ultimo Dragon is actually from uh, Japan. Oh. And what? his name what? comes from he was uh the final dragon because he was the final person in the uh, Bruce Lee dojo. Really? Wow. That's cool and sad. Hmm. Alrighty. So, uh, no, I really did have a good time. We had a great weekend, amazing weekend. Jenny, uh, great guest here on the show, Jenny Spain. Mm-hmm. Uh, really fun talking with everyone here in the chat. I'm glad uh, people come out and uh, have fun with us. And uh, we will be back this uh, Sunday. Severed Limbs, come and watch it with everybody. It'll be a good time. Annabelle yeah. can make it this time. I'll try to keep I it on Sundays and we can all enjoy it. Yes, it's very cool. And uh, we'll be back next week. We've got uh, Motel Transylvania will be playing us out. And we'll be working on uh, getting uh, our new uh, music of the month for uh, November. I think Annabelle's working on that. Oh, yeah, I have to do that. I have to do that. Remind me. Or I'll give you their, their information one way or the other. Okay. Something like that. Yeah. So, until next week, this is Nasty Neil. This is Annabelle Lecter. And this was without your head. <laughs> <laughs>